Your angel of death awaits all. That is an awesome pop. I need it in my life. <laughs> I know, right? Jeez, that's such a good pop. Oh man, I forgot about that. I think you, uh, yeah, when you got it, you uh, sent a picture to me, or you sent, you put it, posted online. But beautiful. That's right. Oh, you guy. better believe it. When yeah. this, when I found out this was available, I was like, I will Me. own this. Mm-hmm. I will own this pop. It will be mine. Oh yes, it will be mine. What's happening, guys? Been far too long since we've done a. A Batman the Fanimated stream, and here we are back to talk about this freaking chef's kiss of a movie. With me, I always, st- I Scott. St- How you doing? I, 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 I can't even wait. I like. I, I'm just ready to talk, <laughs> even though I'm still wearing the same shirt from last night. I nice. totally, <laughs> I totally plan on putting on my Mask of the Phantasm shirt. Yeah. I've had a day, man. Like, yeah. it just didn't happen. <laughs> I, I've didn't had a happen. day myself. I was, uh, and then I was actually going to do a little laundry because I got that uh, Batman the Animated shirt that I was going to wear, you know, the shadow of like, and I was like, crap. And I just was, I, have, I had to deal with like a kitchen issue with some buggies that I had to like pull out the refrigerator, do all this kind of stuff. So then I was like, all right, I'm just going to wear the fat bat. And then I thought, why not wear this headgear right here? Why not? You know, it's I've, I've got, I've, I've got my Batman mug with my, you know, lemon zinger tea because, damn, I still can't get over this. Yes, crap. you're fighting some uh, some lung issues. I know you're talking. Oh about yeah. That. Yep. I got I got a little bourbon still too in my little Batman glass, of course, my new drinking glass and a beer because I thought, you know what, why not? So I yeah. even bought some special beer tonight. Like it was cold, like Rogue Dead Ale, like it had a skeleton <laughs> on it and everything. I was like, I was ready to go. And now, like with our powers combined, we have a hottie toddy. I'm just pretty much that's right. That's right. Hey, who's out there? All right. Let's go see who's out there. We got Nate's right here. This is my favorite Batman animated movie. You know, me and Scott kind of consider it just a movie. It doesn't have to be, even though it's it's actually it's actually my favorite Batman movie, period. Stop. You know, that's yeah, this is this is it for me. Yeah. So there you go. Omri, Amari, I should say. Bruce oh. putting on the mask. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's probably the scene we'll watch. Oh, oh of course it is the scene we'll watch. It's the I literally in my notes put the scene. Yes. I just was like, because that's what it is. It's the scene. It's the pinnacle Batman scene. When Bruce becomes Batman. And we're going to, of course, nerd out about it like crazy. crazy. And we got Gooseneck right here. My favorite Batman movie. I still have the VHS in my drawer. Oh, yeah. The clamshell. I still have. I have. That's going to be one of the little fun facts. There's so many fun facts we're going to talk about before we even start talking about the movie. That's one of my fun facts. Yes. Uh, I must ask where to get uh, the T-shirt that Scott was wearing on the vodka stream. Was it that shirt? That is Yes, that is us. You can find it down below in my uh, in the in the film junkie shop, the film junkie closet, I should say. Go ahead and get yourself one. A Batman the Phantom made a shirt. You can wear us on your chest. By the way, uh, Declan, it just gets this shit eating grin on his face every time I wear it. Now and he goes, "Your friend has Robin eyes." <laughs> Robin eyes. I love it. That's so funny. Uh, evening, Mr. Venom. Good to see you. We got, of course, uh, Eric right here. Who would, I know you said, An- you wrote out Angela, but you meant Andrea. I get it. I get it. But yeah, who would play a good Andrea in Ooh. like live action? I don't know. We got to have somebody with red hair. Can't say Amy Adams. She's already, even though she would have been a good one. Um, I don't know. That's a good one. That's, I'm trying to think, like, who who could? Anya? Taylor Joy? Mm. 
No, you know what? You know what? I was almost thinking more like an Emma Stone type. Yeah, more, more like an Emma Stone. I could see that. I could see that. I'm just trying to think of all the redheads and there's not many to think of. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, I like Emma Stone, so I'm with you on that one. She's sassy hey. enough. She's sassy enough to do it. True that. Hey, what's going on? I'm a film junkie here. The Dodger game is about to start, Dodger fans. Oh, it's ride or die tonight. Ooh, not starting off well. Mookie struck out. Anyways, I'm not going to get distracted by that. Don't worry. We're going to have plenty of Batman. You better talk. not. This I know. is sacrosanct. I know. It's just like, it's not, like, oh, damn. Of course, the playoff game starts right when we're on, like starting the stream. But don't worry. It'll be in the background. It'll be okay. Uh, let's see. I love this. My dad got it for me when I was a kid. It was the first time he bought me a, a movie brand new from the store. Oh, oh that is amazing. I love that. These stories like that, because I remember, because my dad was, you know, always like in the army. He was in the army. So, you know, he didn't live in the same state or he was, you know, sometimes he'd be overseas or something like that. And when he was visiting, I remember strictly like this was appointment. Like he was in town for like a month or maybe two weeks or something like that. And I remember going to the Carousel Theater to watch this, just me and my dad, because we loved the, uh, of course, the animated series so much. So we had to watch this movie. So it was great. It was great. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you, Mom. Yeah. It's good. I, she got it for me, like Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Ahoy, ahoy, Mr. Jason. All right. Well, thank you, everybody, for joining on in. But yeah, we're going to be talking about this movie. Man, I tell you what, rewatching this movie, I just, for, I just forgot the feels, the feels that it, Oh, I, it, yeah. My problem is, is now I watch it and it's just like, I'm literally like, I'm quoting every line. Like, I have watched this movie so many damn times. Um, now we've talked about this before, but I actually did not see this in theaters. Mm, yeah, well, yeah, we, we talked about that. Yeah, because it was it was it was literally Christmas Day of 1993. That's and right. It, That's what it was. Christmas. He was he was in town for Christmas on leave. There you go. Thank well, you. But, but but then for me, it's like that's not a time that my family would go watch movies in the theater like we just yeah. didn't do that. However, this movie coming out. Because I remember it was the Eastwood Festival Center movie theater uh, that we used to go to. And they had a brochure about upcoming movies. That was the brochure leading up to Mask of the Phantasm when I first discovered that Mark Hamill was the voice of the Joker. (laughs) I did not know until this movie came out. Really? Mark Hamill was the voice. And I remember going to my dad going, Luke Skywalker's the Joker? (laughs) Just it. It blew, it blew my 11 year old mind. And I was That's just like, hilarious. I, and my dad knew because he saw some like HBO special, yeah, in, in a hotel room because he was a travel, he was a salesman and he saw a special. And so he saw one of those deals of Kevin Conroy and Mark Hamill going back and forth. And he was like, oh, Yeah, you didn't know. And I'm looking at my dad going, <laughs> like, like the 11 year old version of you. <laughs> seriously dad seriously i'm trying to remember when i found that out I, I i didn't find it out with this i found it out when the series was first season was happening i just don't remember but i remember being blown away me and my brother were blown away by it because i mean jesus christ how many times did we watch freaking star wars and you know played star wars and pretended to do lightsaber fights and all this kind of stuff and then just to be blown away by what luke skywalker is laughing like that what it's insane crazy and my god is he so good in this oh my god this this is like 
This is almost peak Mark Hamill. I I will go ahead and say that for me, the peak Mark Hamill is the Joker. Mm is Batman Beyond Return of the Joker. Uh, he, okay. he goes for it there, yeah. He, go, he swings for, for the fences does, in that he, movie. He does. And uh, yeah, man, I mean, I tell you, just, and even the voice talent. I mean, the voice talent, of course, is what we like to talk about when it comes to this movie, too. And uh, I mean- So who'd you recognize, by the way? So I, before, uh, before I lay you down some, I lay you down some knowledge, yes. who do you recognize? I recognize, uh, I don't know his name, but Arthur- I know it's Ellis from Die Hard. I just know that voice. I didn't know that. Yes, yes, that is Ellis from Die Hard. It's just I just because I've watched Die Hard so many times, so I'm like, oh yeah, that's Ellis right there. I, I can't remember his name. Um, I know the Phantasm is Stacy Keach because that voice. Goddamn oh. that voice. <laughs> yeah, such a good voice, and it's just so recognizable. And then also, he's also uh, wow, what Mr. Beaumont, uh, Carl. The, Carl, Carl Beaumont. I couldn't remember. I couldn't remember. Yeah, yeah. it's also that too. Uh, and then, of course, which is a great, which is a great red herring they do, where they make the dad the voice of the phantasm. Exactly, because it kind of throws you off a little bit. But that, of course, like now that we we already know the twist. But I mean, imagine watching it fresh and just kind of going, "Oh yeah." I mean, if you looked it up on IMDb, you'd be like, "Yeah." It's Stacey. He's doing both voices, so obviously it's the dad. But it's a nice little uh, thing that they did there. And then uh, Abe Bogota. I recognize him too. I Sal. I'm yeah. so. Uh, oh, I was <laughs> yeah. like, if you didn't recognize Abe Vigoda, yeah, Vigoda. Sorry, Vigoda. Yeah. But you know, you know what the funny part is? Hmm. He plays Sal Valestra in this movie. You know, he you know who he played in Godfather. Sal, somebody probably. Sal Tessio. There you go. <laughs> yeah. So it was part, meant to be. It was meant to be because he's yeah. he's uh, he's in part one and part two of the Godfather. Yeah, I got to revisit that trilogy. Um, that's cool. Yeah, but I recognize that. And then uh, Dana Delaney, of course, uh, playing Andrea. I mean, I mean, anybody else? Tombstone is probably the most recognizable, like I remember from. I mean, she's been in many other movies, many other movies that uh, were on late night on Cinemax. If you know. Oh, anyway. yes. <laughs> there was one with like Dan Aykroyd and Rosie. Yes. Yeah. Garden of Eden. Garden of Eden. Oh, oh God. Oh, wow. I'm a. Uh... I'm, yeah, I'm I'm, I'm uh, proud and yet also, dude. Come proud. on, man. I know oh, yeah. we're, we're of the oh. age. We're oh, of the age. Has my yeah. mom left yet? <laughs> There's been times. There was times where it's like, oh, you know, you look in the TV guy and you go, oh, look what's showing. Look what's going to be on HBO at ten o'clock tonight. I gotta somehow figure out how to watch this thing. Yeah, and, and then, uh, of course, two years yeah. later, she'll be Lois Lane in yeah. Superman: The Animated Series. Yep, she ends up being the voice of Lois Lane in Superman. But yeah, she was in Tombstone. That's another thing I re- uh, remember her from. She's been in a lot of things, but yeah, uh, I don't know. Is there anybody else besides that? No, that really does exhaust. I mean, oh, I did good. Um, I did good. Uh, Dick I Miller did is Dick Miller is Chucky Saul. Okay. Dick Miller. Who's that? Dick Miller. Dick Miller. He's a, he's one of, he's like, he's a, that guy. Oh, okay. He's one of those. <laughs> like him, I'll be like, Oh yeah. That, uh, that guy, that guy. Yeah. Well, that's cool. And uh, man, yeah, some good voice talent in here and man, I mean, is there anything else we should, uh, what other fun facts should we know before we jump into this thing? Okay. I have a few. Exit to Eden. That's what it was called. <laughs> Exit to Eden. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Okay. I remember that. 
Who, who, okay, who uh, was Adam, that? It was Adam Fink. He remembered that. It was exit. Oh, yeah. Movie. Okay, good. It good. was a funny movie, but man, a lot man. of nudity. <laughs> a yes. lot of nudity in there. Because it's Dan Acker and Rosie O'Donnell. They're like, you know, trying to break into this resort that, yeah, again, a lot of nudity. Anyway. A lot of nudity. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So fun, so fun things to know. Uh, personally, I will admit that I have owned every version of media that this movie has been released on since since the clam i mean i had the clamshell vhs that came with the comic book adaptation like in the clamshell yeah that yep uh i had the dvd that had the uh the old warner brothers like snap i hated yeah. those dvd I, those cases sucked man i hated those too those ones because you're like you're like why is it oh yeah it's got one of those little you know extra little buckles on it yeah, yeah. but that and, and, and this is going to come back to something i'm going to talk about with the blu-ray it mm. was one of those dvds that it was four by three on one side widescreen on the other I remember, and those. Then, I remember those DVDs. That's right. Yes. Yes. I remember full those screen DVDs. and yes. you got the full screen and the widescreen. And I would almost exclusively play the widescreen version. Of course. Yeah. <clears throat> but, but, ah, ah, but here's the deal. This is what goes into some of the interesting territory about Mask of the Phantasm. Mm. When they released the Blu-ray for the 25th anniversary, it was a big freaking deal when they finally released this movie on Blu-ray. Uh, you could actually on the menu when you go play movie, it stops and asks you, Do you want theatrical presentation mm. or television presentation? Oh, that's pretty cool. Because this movie, when it was being developed and first produced, was only going to be produced as a direct to video movie. It was during production that Warner Brothers Animation decided to make it a theatrical release. So, technically, the movie was produced in 4 by 3 And then they cropped it to make it 16 by 9 So, actually, when you go to watch this movie, if you want to get the full frame as animated... You should watch the four by three television presentation because that was the way it was originally animated. That's crazy. Did not know that. Did not know that. Did not actually. When you on the Blu-ray, when you select television presentation, uh-huh. I already knew this story. Yeah. But when you select television presentation on the Blu-ray, it actually gives you like the whole story. Like this movie was originally produced for television, and thus was presented in a four by three form. Like it, it, it's like it's like getting that you know this movie is presented in four by three to to you know <laughs> and that that whole jazz yeah the yeah. whole jazz, you know, the, the yeah. integrity of the director's vision <laughs> they give you that before Phantasm because oh, it reminds wow. you that this was done like a television episode, so it was going to be four by three. That's pretty crazy. Did not know that. That is crazy, crazy. And yes, Nate, uh, I'm with you. It's Criminal the Phantasm has only made about, you know, he's limited. It's been limited. But but I mean, when it, when you think about the story of it, I mean, obviously, they've continued it. I, I don't think I've read any of like the material that had that he, that he's shown up in the books or have I? probably have okay uh, so here here okay I, okay let me here we go okay. here we go here we yeah. go here we go yeah. okay <laughs> there was an annual that came out as part of the batman adventures the tie-in comic book yeah i had that uh, one yeah because that actually picks up 
at the end of the movie when Andre and the Joker disappears, like yeah. the annuals explains what happened. Like, exactly. Because that, they kind of leave that open ended where it's like, wait a minute. So Joker anyways, Joker. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. So, so the annual does that. Kyle Higgins did a run on the Batman beyond unlimited comic book. Uh, that came out in like the um, like 2013 14 era, and it there was an entire uh phantasm arc, like mm. phantasm beyond. There was like a phantasm beyond arc, uh, in that book that also dealt with uh, uh, it, it, it explored more that very infamous uh Batman Batgirl relationship that people uh. are not really privy to yeah but kyle higgins did a cool thing where he kind of like he he fleshed it out a little bit more and okay. it, i i i mean i like kyle higgins is one of those authors that's like you know i'll buy a book purely based on his you know, name yeah his name yeah uh, and then um tom king brought the phantasm well was going to bring phantasm into continuity until batman catwoman became a basically a black label book and yeah. and so phantasm shows up in the bat batman catwoman book yeah so so i had like the because how many issues was that book because i had i think i had the first one 12 12 issues i think i have the first two or three and then i didn't pick up but yeah i remember he was teasing it i remember he him posting on twitter teasing the phantasm showing up and i was like oh that's interesting but yeah, but so it ended up showing up in that book. Okay, interesting. But I just imagine like trying to bring, I mean, obviously, uh, you know, Zack Snyder being the awesome dude that he is and, you know, everybody worked on BVS. There is a little Easter egg because Alfred actually says phantasm in BVS, you know, more like a phantasm or so. I forgot exactly what the line was. You remember what the line was? I totally I am on a black blank right now, but I know he says phantasm in there and it was like, ah, ah. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> um, trying to think what else. Okay. So the, the funny thing about the production of this movie, because originally it was just going to be a direct to video movie. Yeah. They were having to produce this movie concurrently with them producing regular episodes of the television show. Oh, wow. Like, so they were doing, they were doing the weekly show and this movie at the same time so if you look at the credits like it was like a all hands on deck situation there's like four or five writers on the movie there's like uh radomsky and tim uh are listed as the directors of the movie but then you look at like sequence directors and it's like kevin altieri <laughs> and bush yep. it's like it's like it's like it's it's the it's the hall of fame of everybody we've talked about who's worked on this because Honestly. it was like huge they were like it was huge and it was like but do this while also putting out uh you know at episodes. that time episodes no. that coming out five days a week it was yeah. just it's insane Man. pure madness yeah, but it's uh, also it's also featured in uh paul dini wrote a really great i think i've mentioned it before a memoir graphic novel called a dark night it was about a an incident in his life when he got mugged and how it really it affected his mental health and it that instance happened during the production of mask of the phantasm so it shows up in that graphic novel uh because oh, wow. it was during that period of time in his life 
crazy. Jeez, so much back stuff, so many, so much uh, trivia and stuff like that. So much things behind all this stuff. But I, I, I'm just still blown away by the fact that I'm like, oh yeah, they they probably just thought it was just going to go direct to video. But the fact that it was like got this theatrical. I'm wondering what the box office actually was on this. It was terrible. It, I'm sure it, it was. <laughs> it was terrible. I totally was like, oh yeah, Christmas Day. You know, I totally was like thinking it was like during the summer, but I'm like, no, you're right. It was, it came out on Christmas. I think, I don't think we saw it Christmas day. I think it was probably like whenever, you know, it was probably like a day after or a couple days after, but I remember, yeah, we, we had to go see this movie and man, um, is there anything else? Should we just jump right into it? One more thing. One more um, thing. I, one more thing. Uh, <laughs> it is, it is important to note that the phantasm is inspired by the character of the Reaper who appears in the Batman Year Two arc mm. in the comics? Mm. Okay, don't fear the Reaper. Yeah, sure, it's interesting. All right, yeah, good. I like that. I like that. But um, just jumping into this, man. I mean, Shirley Walker's score. How Jesus Christ! It is like it's just amplified. Oh, 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 oh. I mean, they have a choir. They have a choir. a choir. It's so beautiful. Oh, God, I just got, goose, got goosebumps. Just And then the opening sequence, the buildings are in 3D. As I know. Rolling. <laughs> it was like, hey, we've got some more money. Let's yeah, do a we have a budget. Let's do a We'll do a 3D computer-generated sequence. And all we do is pass by buildings. Like, it. it's nothing fancy. It's just no. buildings. It's just Gotham City, and they're rolling the credits, and you're just hearing that just epic score. I mean, it's so amplified. And that was the first note I put is opening with the beautiful score, 3D buildings. And I was like, wow. I just was like, already just was like going, oh, man, I forgot how like, and that's what's so great. Like, you know, when you get, when you have like an animated show and they do a movie, you can always tell like, you know, it happened with the Simpsons and, uh, and, uh, family guy and, and South park and anything that, anything that's animated gets a, a theatrical release or gets that movie budget. Ducktales, same thing. I mean, like you just, that animation just gets so just finely tuned. And then, you know, I mean, even though, I mean, obviously the animation is top notch in this movie. It's, it's actually, not- I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to. Really? Yeah. Really? Ah. I'm going to point out the fact that we have watched episodes of the regular show that have better animation than this movie does. Okay. I mean, I will say if- it's okay. And, and if there's anything I will criticize this movie for, and it ain't much, yeah. it's going to be the fact that there are episodes that look better than this movie. Okay, because I mean, there's some good close-up shots. In this oh movie. no, there's moments. Yeah. There's yeah, there's moments. Okay, because I mean, there was one particular moment where I was like, "Why?" And it's like it's 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 in like the first like uh, oh, it's when you know um, Bruce has a little shindig at his house yeah you got all the girls around him and like one of the girls like her eyes are completely black like there's no pupil and it was no oh, white and bambi miss bambi's dancing <laughs> on the piano <laughs> but i was like i was just weird i was like why is her eyes like is like it all it's all pupil what's going on here but um but before that yes we of course have to have an opening action scene and another thing i noticed when it came to having you know the the bigger budget man talk about some dick tracy sounding punches and sound oh my god i know it's like (laughs) two things that sound completely different in this movie than they ever do in the series and it just has like 
sunk into my psyche is the punches and the grappling gun yes. sound. I mean, it's it sounds high, super high tech, and like you hear that thing, you hear that thing like that. Yeah, I mean, the sound effects, man. I mean, they totally. It was the first thing I, I put Dick Tracy sounds because <laughs> I was like, oh my god, me of Dick Tracy's punches, man. Yeah, Batman flies <laughs> in and it's like boom, boom, yeah, and then the gunshot. I mean, man, we got some guns going. It's like boom, 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 boom. Dude, okay, so standards and practices, you know. <laughs> out the window. Out the freaking window with this movie because we have deaths. We have blood. We have alcohol. We have cigarettes. Smoking? Yes. Cigars? I yes. Mean- it is like, this is like, I, I'm sure like this is what, you know, Paul Dini and they, they, Tim, Bruce, Tim wanted to do this. They were like, oh, this, we're going to go, we're going to put what we want to put in this. You know, we're throwing all that out the window. This is the movie you want. I mean, this movie is rated PG, right? It's not PG-13. Yeah. No, this okay. movie's PG. It's yeah. PG. And it's, and it's only, it's only an hour and 16 minutes. Yeah. Like, okay. This, sure, this is the kind of movie though. <laughs> so this is a great movie for pointing out the fact of, Runtime doesn't matter if the story is like if it if this is what the movie was made to be. This thing doesn't even make 90 minutes. It doesn't even make 90 minutes, but it's so good. It's so good. It's basically the link. If you take out the opening credits and the closing credits, it's basically three episodes. Sure, I was thinking about that. I'm like, I was like trying to break it down. I'm like, yeah, it's essentially three episodes all combined in one. So it's like a three part episode. And uh, yeah, you're right. I mean, but it's just, I was actually surprised too, because I was like, when I was trying to, uh, you know, I was cleaning my kitchen and everything like that today. And then I was going and trying to get other things done, you know, nurturing that hangover too. <laughs> um, and um, the fact that I was like, all right, when do, I, when, when do I need to make, you know, have a good amount of time to watch and take notes? And I'm like, I think, it is it an hour and a half or is it longer? I don't, I, I couldn't remember. And then all of a sudden I was like, oh, it's only an hour and 16 minutes. And I'm like, shit. I mean, and it flows so great. Oh, this it sucker just, moves. This really moves. just moves. <laughs> like all of a sudden it's like, you know, it's opening scene. And next thing you know, we're back at the world tomorrow. And the Joker and, the you know, Batman's punching those damn planes and blood's coming out of his knuckles. Yes. Sorry. Or I'm getting no, ahead but of I love, No, yeah, it's fine. <laughs> because, you know, we got Chucky Saul in the casino. Yeah. I mean, and also this story is mature. Like, there are things they talk about in this movie that I didn't even understand what the plot was. Like, yeah. they, I know they're talking about counterfeiting and money laundering. Like, yeah. that's the plot at the beginning of the movie. Like, uh-huh. it's. And then Batman comes in, they're shooting the table. I love how he just flips the table. Oh man, that table sounds like it weighs like 30 pounds when it like smacks on top of that guy. Uh, you know, and then I love, I love the little when he walks by and he just goes, Bonk. He <laughs> to knock the guy out, just like, hey, you're still, you're still, <laughs> yeah, 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 you're still awake. Well, nope, not anymore. And he just kind of like stomps on it. I love that. And then, of course, we get our, you know, oh man. Shirley Walker's theme, like when when the phantasm shows up, it's a oh that theremin, yeah, yeah, (laughs) yes, it's just got that horror vibe to it because obviously, I mean, it's supposed to be freaky when you got this. I mean, look at the mask. Look at all the you know the mist, the fog, the scythe, basically on the right hand. Oh. Jeez. I mean, I was just listening. I was like here. I was like, man, that score just gives horror vibes big time music. That's what I said. Music's like a horror movie. Your angel of death awaits. Stacey Keach, of course, saying that name. Oh, and that and that weird 
fog yeah. mist stuff that's yeah. just as soon as you see the fog rolling and you're like you're screwed you're screwed <laughs> you're done you're done uh but then of course you know it, it what what's cool about that though because it you know even though obviously phantasm the phantasm you know when you look at them at first you go or look at her i should say uh, i know right you know, I'm spoiler alert phantasm. yeah yeah uh no but like you know and that's what's part of the uh the plot of this is the fact that you know from a distance you think it's batman you know then that's what's you know that's what ends up happening and and oh man we get just one of the, i always love it when the the, the cops chase bat batman it's always just a fun little thing that that's been throughout the whole you know the whole run it's just the cops chasing batman it's been in the movies but man the when the cops chase batman in this one oh, okay man. we'll get there we'll i know i know i keep getting ahead of myself but i'm just because saying because there's so much I good know. stuff in this movie <laughs> no that's the thing because because part of the plot is the fact because even even um when it comes to chuck Right here, he thinks it's Batman at first too. Shoots everyone at him thinks it's Batman. Yeah, everybody because, thinks it's Batman. Yeah. Because the cape, it, it, it's a, yeah. it's a, it's a, as far a as they're concerned, it's a dude in a cape. Yeah, and, you know the cape has got that weird pattern on it, just like mm -hmm. Batman. Mm -hmm. And when you're standing back in the shadows, well, who else dresses like that? Exactly, you but Batman automatically go to Batman. And then yeah, I mean, there's a whole little uh, sequence that happens, and uh, yeah, Chuck don't make it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, he drives that. his car off a parking deck into, into a building, into a building, yeah. and then you just hear the horn. Yeah. And I love how they never show you, they but you show know it. they got. But the guy's just dead. Like they, I mean, I think there's only one person they really show that is dead in this, and we'll get to that. But yeah, I mean, they do a good job of just like, hey. You get it, right? Like, no one's going to survive a car flying at, you know, I mean, I mean, you watch. This isn't, this isn't Furious 7. Exactly. Saying. You watch Furious 7. Yeah, they made it. But not Chucky. No, he didn't make it. He did not make it this, uh, with this. And he always was a loser. You yeah, know? apparently, according to um, <laughs> some of his buddies. But yeah. Um, and I was just like, and I was just like going, oh, yeah. I'm like, I was thinking, I was like, oh, yeah. I'm like, all right. There's death in this. Ah, I totally just having that refresher. I'm like, oh, yeah, obviously the plot is all about like all these dudes getting off that were associated. Uh, so it's associated with uh, her father. I was like, yeah, yeah, I'm loving it. I love that. PG. Gotta love it. I, I almost could have swore that it might have been a PG-13, but, you know, just because of the blood that we see, too. And I'm like, oh, beat up Batman, beat up Joker. Oh, ah. We're still in early 90s. We can still yeah. get away with stuff. You know, it's like. True. Yeah, that PG thirteen rating, right? Um, and uh, and then of course, you know, when we have Batman, he's got the he finds the glass doing this detective work, finds a little residue on it, doing all that. Uh, but then of course, then we get introduced to uh, Councilman Arthur Reeves, douchebag extraordinary, which you just know right away. I mean, and then of course, like I said, it's a voice of the dude that did Ellis in uh, Die Hard, so. <laughs> That's just so perfect, you know, when it comes to that. He has a line that I swear it wasn't until like the past, you know, five years that I even realized what he was saying. Mm. Which it, line? It, it's vigilantism. It's vigilantism at its deadliest. When I was a kid, I had no idea what that guy was saying because it's. But I mean, I, I was like vigilantism at its. I, I don't think I ever heard the word dead I, I couldn't understand though him saying deadliest there's a mm -hmm. lot of that there's a lot of like little words like the way they pronounce them like as a kid i was like what what did he what did he 
would say I also don't think I even knew what vigilantism. I don't think I even yeah. knew that word. That was so. one of those words where you're like, wait, that sounds cool, but what exactly is it? But uh, I, I will point out another thing too is like when it when it when it comes to this story, I mean, I mean, it's obviously it's what's so good about it is just the the flashbacks and the Bruce struggling, you know, with the past and everything like that. But, you know, Gordon is not Gordon is like, he, he shows up twice in this yes. entire movie. He is not in this movie a lot. He's not. And I was like, Oh yeah, Gordon is just, I mean, he's essentially just, he pushes back against Arthur and he wants nothing to do with like the hunt for him. I mean, obviously we get to a scene a little bit later where he goes like, Hey, you want him? You get him. He goes, the Batman doesn't kill, which, of course, is very emphasized when it comes to all this, because obviously these guys are getting off. And he's like, no, that's not my boy. It's not my and boy. And once he walks out the door, he's that's gone it. for the rest of the movie. <laughs> you don't even see him. Yeah. I was like, wow. I, was, I, I just totally was like, forgot like how little Gordon Gorks is. Gorks in this movie more than Four. Gordon is. <laughs> He is. We see a young, we see a younger, uh, of course, uh, Bullock when he's wearing like a full-on policeman, you know, uh, he, uniform. He's a big he, cop. cop. Yeah. yeah, we get to see that, which is pretty cool. But yeah, so uh, and then I love. Uh, there's a good line. There's a you know, of course, good exchange. You know, when we get to the Batcave and uh, you know when Bruce and Batman are talking. <laughs> And Alfred's watching, obviously, the uh, the news broadcast about all this and how Batman, you know, is in the, in the insanity of it all. And he goes, I don't know what he's saying, sir. You're the very model of sanity. <laughs> I put, by the way, I put away your I put away your I, I, I washed your tights. I pressed your tights and put away your exploding gas balls. <laughs> I love I love the way the anime Bruce going. Thank you, Alfred. <laughs> Alfred has some of the best lines in oh. this movie. Oh, we get some of those good Alfred talks, you know. Especially oh, no. he, at the end. he has he has the number one Alfred comeback for me in this movie. Oh, it's the one. Yeah, it's the one later on where you go. You think you know everything about me, don't you, Alfred? I diapered your bottom. I bled it well out too, sir. <laughs> Uh, I have, that oh, cool. that's one of those lines. It's like, yeah, you go, you, got, you yeah, you, got, you get yeah. it, Alfred. You tell him what's up. You tell him what's up because yeah, Bruce gets a little frisky. He gets a little, you know. Yeah, like, but I still love that one. By the way, I pressed your tights and put away your exploding gas balls. <laughs> yeah, Alfred. Uh, you know, he has some good comebacks, good talks in this movie, and also he seems to always, uh, you know, want to come into the room and Bruce is uh, kissing, uh, you know. Andrea, not in the room or the yard, whatever it is. He always seems to show up like, oops, yep, yep, trying to. Yep, yep, I'm going to go, um, I'm going to go yeah. back this way. Yep. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, happens twice, you know, flashback and present day where he's just like, oh, yep, there he is. He's getting him some. All right. Uh, the oh, by the way, another standards and practices. Um, Bruce gets some in this movie. Yes. She spends the night. Yeah. She definitely does. Yeah, yeah. That's another thing, too. It's like the imply, implied sex. You know, it's like, hey, there it is. I mean, even like right to the point when um, when it comes. And see, this is what I love about the story. And this is where they establish it right here after that whole thing. And then, of course, we have the party at, at, at Wayne Manor. And, you know, you got all the, 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 the girls on Bruce. And, uh, you know, and then they start kind of just talking about it. And then that one comes up who was like, you know. It looks like it, Veronica. It, it kind of does. Looks I I actually think it is Veronica. It I mean, is. 
it either is Veronica or they're using her model. That's all I'm, that's all I'm saying. Probably what it is. Yeah. But yeah, you're right though. But it, yeah, she's not too happy because she explains to the other ladies of how he'll whine and dine and blah, blah, blah. But it's good because it shows you right there that, you know, and then uh, obviously he runs into Arthur and, you know, talks, you know, Arthur gets his little cheeky little comments in when he better than your love life, you know, kind of stuff like that. When everything, when he's talking about how his whole thing is going, when it comes to being the councilman and everything like that. Yeah. Thank you for the handkerchief, Arthur. Yeah, there you, you know go. where you can stick it. <laughs> <laughs> and then we get a really, um, and then all, all of a sudden, you know, Arthur brings up Andrea, you know, what's, what was her name? You know, he does that whole thing. Like he doesn't know her name. Like he's such a douchebag. Like, like you know what her name is. You know, obviously he names off different ones, and then he says that. And then of course Bruce just wants. I mean, and that's the thing. It's like when we talk about the masks that Bruce Wayne wears. I mean, obviously he's wearing a mask at this party because he's wearing the Playboy billionaire mask. And what about then the I word. Yeah, exactly. What I word. <laughs> by the way, I I I bet I if I'm not mistaken, that is Arlene Sorkin doing that. By the way, is it okay? I think, I think it is. If, okay. Uh, I'm I'm not gonna I'm not going to. Uh, I'll put money on it. I'm gonna put money on it. So that's Arlene Sorkin as Bambi. Right, mm, right there. Interesting, interesting. I might have to IMDb that. No, but uh, but that's what I like about this is like because when he goes into the room where the portrait of his parents are, you know, it's just it's just one of those things where it's like you know, obviously he's very scarred. You know, he's very scarred when it comes to this. He doesn't, you know, the the pain of losing his parents. He doesn't want to have that pain again. Obviously, and then of course being Batman doesn't help. And then of course they play with that. And this is what I love about this story is the fact that we see the beginnings of Batman, you know, and at the time that he was in love, you know, he was starting this venture. We basically get the animated series version of Batman year one. Yeah. Yes. We very much do. And I just love the fact that there's like this love story attached to it because it just adds like another level to it, you know, because present day Bruce is like, hey, yeah, ladies, sorry. Yeah. You know, I also yeah. love the fact that when he closes the door, when he goes into a study, he's exhausted. Yes. I, I love I love that animation that <sighs> that the that playboy that yeah. the playboy mask is like. <sighs> You know, he just he just can't take it anymore. I, I love that. Ding, ah. ding, 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 ding. There you go. You got it. <laughs> you win a prize. What that prize is, we'll, we'll figure it out later. Anyways, but uh, yeah, no, I know what you're saying. It's just like, it's almost like it's more exhausting being that than being Batman. <laughs> you know, there's probably, yes. that's probably, and then, but yeah. But I and then, of course, he's thinking about Andrea and then he's looking up at his parents. I mean, obviously, he would want to find the happiness that they had. But at the same time, you know, the outcome that they had and just uh, being taken away from him, he doesn't you can see why he pushes people away. And, uh, and then, of course, we get our very first flashback. Oh. Yeah, exactly. And I love it. I was like that old, like Humphrey Bogart, 1930s. Yeah. Like we get the. We get like the wavy, the wavy water effect, and we get the choir singing, and it's like flashback people, flashback time, and we're uh, of course in the cemetery where you know Bruce is visiting, 
And uh, and then, of course, you hear somebody, hey, somebody's talking over here. And there there she is. There's Andrea talking to her mother. So this is where they have a good bonding moment because, you know, I mean, I've never tried to pick up a lady at a cemetery. But, you know, it happens, I guess. I guess it could happen. Yeah, well, you're not you're, well, you're not a mentally damaged billionaire. Yeah, true, true. And I love how, like, she knows who he is and stuff like that. And she's like, and then when he walks away, she's like, did you see who that was, Mom? That was billionaire Bruce Wayne. You know, it's just like one of those things like, wait, what? He's just so confused. Like, huh? I heard my name. Were, What's going were, on? Were you talking to me? Yeah. No, I was talking no. to my mother. Yeah. I, I love how I, yes. I, what I love about young Andrea is just how matter of fact she is. And she's just like, yeah, I'm talking, uh, I, I'm talking to my dead mom. You, you got a you got a problem with that? Like, yeah. it's it, it, she's so kind of sassy. Like how how I, I I don't mean this as a pun, but how animated she is. <laughs> like when she's when she's talking to her mom, I I I really like that. I, I I like the depiction of someone having a very healthy relationship with those that you've lost yeah. and and treating them like they're still there, yeah. so you can act like they hear you. You're going to talk to them, and I and I like that because it also kind of shows how Andrea does have this. It shows you how innocent and bubbly she was so that you can see what she becomes mm-hmm. later in the story. Very true, because she's pretty shut down later on in the story. And just, and yeah, she's very bubbly, very, you know, assertive. Like, I mean, obviously, yes. she, she just like, you know, later on, she shows up at Wayne Manor three days later. She's like, well, you didn't call me, so I'm, I'm here. She's like, I like you. <laughs> so here I am. And they're like, damn, girl, you're just like, all right, go for it. Good for you. You know, because Bruce wasn't going to do it because, you know, he was still young. Bruce, a little shy guy, didn't know the the playboy persona quite yet. He's a little, he's, he's got kind of that. Yeah, it's interesting. It's like he's got this. Obs- I don't know if he's more obsessive or less obsessive or he's obsessive, but he but he doesn't quite have. He knows what the mission is, but he doesn't know how he's going to execute the mission. That's what it is. And that's what he's struggling with, too, because he's like, I got to do something. That's why I love that there's a love story. Like, like he falls in love in the middle of it because, you know, it's just a whole he's just has so many emotions when it comes to all this. Um, and if you think about continuity with the animated series, mm-hmm. uh, this is after the world tour. So yeah. he's already been with Zatara and Zatanna. He's already been to Japan and dealt and dealt with young Kodakai. So, you know, he's he's already had all of those experiences. He's back in Gotham. I mean, because yeah. as pointed out with the scene, he becomes Batman in this movie. Yeah. So you've got to think about all those experiences that have either been alluded to or have been shown to us through season one of the show. All that's happened because he's yeah. back in Gotham. True that. True that. And uh, and then after the scene, we get our first uh, little uh, Batman adventure pre costume, which, you know, I love uh, again. We, we you know, we, we can make the of course, the correlation uh, with Batman begins. Obviously, he and, was still and right- year one because yeah, even that's, one, pull, even that's yeah. pulled from year one. Exactly. So. With the ski mask and everything like that. Everything. I mean, that's what's so great about it. And, and, and I love how, you know, I even wrote I'm like, he's very vocal, like and <laughs> he's very vocal because like. 
he even goes, yeah, like he makes, he lets it be known that he's showing up to kick your ass. He's not bat. He doesn't, you know, he's not the bat yet where he's just like, just popping up and. Boop, oh, and he's done. giving them, and he's giving them instructions. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, face on the ground, arms spread. Instead of just being yeah. Batman where he's just going to kick your ass. <laughs> it's very it's it's just kind of funny just to see like that i'm like yeah he's just very vocal he hasn't found his voice yet which is shut the fuck up dude (laughs) just do your thing you gotta just be quiet and just be scary and all this stuff which i that's what i love i love the development and again hour and 16 minutes just you know with even with these flashbacks it's like they just do a really good job of being like look how he was in the beginning look at this idiot you know, wearing a fucking leather jacket and a ski mask and some gloves and shit like that. I mean, look at how ridiculous he looks. You know, this guy's trying to be. But, a he's, but he's already kind of got the belt. I like that. That's, it's like he he does have the belt. The utility belt's there. You know, he's got the, the pouches with all the things that he needs. So that was that was good because obviously it ends up going into a, a, a play, you know, to a point where he has to chase down a truck. Man, he runs fast. <laughs> Oh yes! Oh yes, he does with 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 crates like falling at him, and he and he jumps on the back of that. He jumps on the back of that trailer. Yeah, and he's hanging on for dear life. Uh, another great musical moment because when they get onto the interstate, and there's that. It's like this military like drum yeah. corps yeah. moment, and it and it just it just kind of it kind of stands out because like, what's that for? I don't care. It sounds <laughs> cool as shit. Just sounds really cool. And then again, this is where we uh, we see uh, a young Harvey Bullock as a beat cop, obviously in the full-on policeman uniform, who's just sitting in the passenger seat of this cop car. And they see this truck go by with this dude hanging off of it. And then, of course, it's just like <laughs> spitting out your coffee kind of thing. And like, and you know, they get in a n- nice little car accident. I'm like, geez. Oh, good. You know, Bullock lives, obviously, but damn, that was pretty gnarly. Oh, yeah. Well, because because Bruce also gets those. I don't know the technical term for it, but the spiky balls. Yeah, spiky yeah. ball. I don't know. I guess that's that's a good spiky balls. Why not? I like it. <laughs> and, and he, of course, throws them under the tire. That yeah. truck has them. That truck has like a serious thing. And then, you know, and he, and he gets away. And and I love it when he's talking to Alfred the next morning because he's all bandaged up because he got beat to shit. And he he's doing the squashed. Ju- he almost got squashed by that truck when yes, it was on. He, the side, he was headed towards the wall, and it just stops just in time for him to not get squashed. But yeah, that's so eighties. That's yeah. like a John McClane moment, right? Oh yeah, there. totally. Yeah, <laughs> totally. Just yeah, big time. But he's practicing his jujitsu out in the yard yeah. once again. Reminds me of that scene year in year one, one yes. where he's like punching the trees. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I immediately thought that too. I'm like, oh, that's that's the year one scene right there too. Yeah, yeah, I love that. And then of course, Miss Andrea shows up because again, sort of just like, hey, three days. What the fuck, dude? I think you know <laughs> you didn't call. Going. Yeah. So here I am. I'm just gonna show up. You know. I love his. Re- I love her response when she goes. Yeah. So do you expect every guy you meet to call you up and <laughs> the ones who are smart enough to use a phone. <laughs> 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 So good. Yeah. She, oh, she by the way, let's also that. talk about how well drawn Andrea is in this oh, movie. Beautiful eyes. Beautiful eyes. Oh my god. And that little sundress she's wearing in this scene in particular, you know, yeah. which is supposed to be like totally sleeveless, except for one scene where they animated it wrong and they gave her sleeves. 
Uh, did you spot that? I didn't, I didn't spot that. No, I didn't. <laughs> oh, when uh, when uh, when they're having their little back and forth, and he like trips her up and then oh. jumps on top of her. Just like the line, the lines there where the dress is supposed to stop, but uh, when they colored it, they colored uh, her arms like the dress. Uh, oops, it happens. Oops. It happens. Yeah. It happens. But it's a good little back and forth because you know. I just, again, he's all bandaged up. And I mean, it's funny too, because he's very much in that mode of like, uh, no. Oh my God. He is so super serious. Oh yeah. He's like, he's like, he's like I don't need do? this right now. Yeah. I don't need this right now. What are you doing here? You know, because I mean, what he's talking about with Alfred, even before that, he's talking about how he needs to be like, uh, you know, he needs to strike fear in his criminals. Right. It's like, they weren't taking they were, him seriously. They were laughing. They weren't at afraid him. of him. They weren't. Not at all. Like, he had all the training. He was yeah. like, I got all the training. I've got the tools, but they weren't afraid of me, which is, of course, it's a great, it's a great setup because that's when he has the, you know, you don't say it in this movie, but this is when you get the criminals are superstitious and cowardly lot moment mm. where it's like, because we don't get, we don't get the, the bat flying into the study moment, but we see the inspiration for that in this movie to where, why does he become the Batman? Exactly. Exactly. And, uh, and then of course, you know, all that's, it's just, again, that's what I love that, that there's like this love story added into it because then all of a sudden it's like, at first he's very much like, eh, get out of here, lady. You know, what do you expect from me? Jeez, whatever. And then all of a sudden, like she shows like, you know, she trips him up a little bit cause she's had some, you know, training and whatever. And then, of course, he, you know, he just kind of, you know, he, oh, what is she talking about? Like the, like some kind of something girls self-defense cl self class for girls. And he goes, <laughs> he starts laughing and I'm like, oh, look at him, Bruce. Easy, easy. But this is the 90s. So you won't get canceled for that. Anyways. Uh, no, but like, yeah. And then, of course, he does his little move and then, you know, kind of pins her down and then boop first kiss and then again alfred oops and it gets a little hot and heavy like that's some yeah. making out that's going on right there oh by the way shout out to alfred with the black hair still yes. nothing on top but it's black at least been bald forever but you know he uh yeah before the he used gray. to have some color in that hair <laughs> it's so funny so it's, yeah they didn't want to put actual hair on him i wonder if they actually thought about that you oh know? they would have to change the model you know yeah. that's the thing that's the it, thing they don't have to right. change the model. All they have to do is color the hair differently and they can keep the same model. Easy yeah. peasy. Yeah, cheap. They were probably like, no, we're not going to give Alfred hair. Stop. No, 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 no. Because once again, we're talking about animation. You know how much it's going to cost them to go and redesign oh, yeah. a new model? You know, <laughs> it probably wouldn't have looked right either. I don't think. I think uh, we're no. so used to seeing this model of uh, Alfred being, with but the, the Bruce, but this is a different young Bruce model. Like, true. He does look very young in he this does. movie. Yes, they did a good job when it came to young Bruce. They very much did because, you know, we've seen young Bruce throughout the, you know, obviously with the Zatanna um, uh, episodes. And then, of course, uh, the ninja episodes. Night of the Ninja, Day of the, of the Samurai. Yes, we saw like some young Bruce. So, but yeah, it was a little bit different. And it doesn't seem like, you know, because we made a joke how like Kevin Conroy, like, you know, he kind of talked a little higher. Went up an octave. Yeah. yeah. Did he really do that? Like, it didn't feel like he did that much here he did he did once again a little kevin, bit a little kevin's been doing this role because remember this comes out christmas of 93 the yeah. show's been out for oh the show has been out so they've been recording even longer but the show's been out for over a year now we're okay. at the point now where kevin has he has found his like groove he's found he's found the groove 
Yeah. He's got he's got the Bruce the Bruce voices down because the Bruce voice isn't as high as it was like with you know on Leather Wings because remember we joked about how high his Bruce voice was yeah. and how his back. Hey Doc, and he's <laughs> what's up Doc? Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, what what's up Doc? <laughs> and his Batman voice he's he's settled into the Batman voice. So everyone is just like it's like a glove now at this point. Uh, that's true. So yeah, I didn't notice like like when it came to that. So that's that's good that, that he found that right there. But yes, we get that first kiss, and then of course we uh, uh we get to of course uh, we get to Buzz. What's his name? Buzz Bronski. Buzz Bronski. Which I you know looks kind of Rupert Thorne esque. He does look a little Rupert Thorne. You are right yeah. there. Yeah. Yeah, he definitely looks Rupert Thorne esque. Uh, going to the cemetery and man, cemetery at night not not a place you want to go. Um, for sure, because this never scene, know. this scene, so good, so good. <laughs> but oh, this is creepy. Like the, oh, yeah. the graveyard scene is one of, in my opinion, is the creepiest phantasm scene in the movie. Yeah. Especially the way Buzz Bronski buys it. Yeah, how he buys it, but like even when he tries to fight, man. And just like when, uh, you know, obviously he falls on the grave and he's like trying to dig his, he's trying to like climb his way out. When he's like, you know, trying to throw things and he throws like the, uh, you know, I think it was the pickaxe, the pickaxe, but it was already cut off, but he throws it and it just, and it just goes right through like that. It's like, oh my God, that is like, yeah, it's just, yeah. Okay. 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 One thing I wish the movie did. Explain that. (laughs) <laughs> explain that yeah yeah how does the mist like is that's the, the thing mist, like what how does that work that's the one thing is like dude okay i just i yeah i do I want an explanation to bring that up towards the end especially because it's like okay what that like what what happens here because obviously there's like a chase sequence that happens on the rooftop that we'll get to and and stuff like that and i'm like she, is she not teleporting is she i mean when it comes to this stuff like what is happening and i'm like going and I remember when, you know, even when I was just like watching it right now, I'm like, and I was writing notes. I'm like, they never explain how the fuck this is all happening. Because no, they even, don't. Even, even with Chuck, he shoots, shoots and nothing, nothing. It's like, what is happening? Like, yeah, that's yeah, that is a good criticism because it's like it's never explained. You just go like, hey, it's mask of the phantasm, phantasm. Take it or leave it. <laughs> well, because remember, we're. we're we're 40. Well, I'm 40. You're on, you're getting there. You're close I'm enough. Close. I'm a year away. But, but, you know, did we question it as 11 year old? No, no, we didn't. You know, and that's the thing. But of course, being adults now, you kind of go like, but just, you know, because actually the show was actually pretty good at like eventually explaining this to us. Hmm. Yeah, I got some we got some people that are trying to explain. Let's see. Okay, Ooh, I, I want I want to hear like Ryan says. Um, uh, wait, a lot from flip my. Okay, no, not that portable fog machine under the cape. Yeah, we get that, yeah. but how? Yeah, nah, nah. I mean, that's it. Uh, there wasn't any. No, I'm not talking any. about where the fog's coming from. Yeah, I, I get the fog. The fog I can is by cool. the fog. That's fine. But where's all this shit go? Like, why don't the yeah. bullets hit her? Where does the pickaxe go? Because, because remember what. Because this is a cool thing. It's consistent. Yeah. When she avoids all that shit, the fog comes up. Yeah. 
So there's something with that. It's almost like it's like an. I, I was like I, when I was rewatching it right now. I was like maybe like I don't know. It's like an optical. It's an optical illusion in in a in a sort like maybe like where they see oh where they see um um the, the phantasm is not exactly where the phantasm is. So maybe that's what it is. Perspective, you know, because Bruce, when he, when he's analyzing the, uh, the, the glass shard from Chuck yes. car, he spouts out a lot of techno babble. I've actually never sat down and like looked up those words to go. What the, what the fuck is that Bruce could, saying? That could be something about that. Yeah, that could have been something right there. I know we're all like Alfred. Who's just like, what? <laughs> Speaking what? English. No, what the fuck? What the fuck are you talking Adop- about? Adop- adaptogenic, of course. <laughs> That's right. Uh, I do like. Um, uh, there was like another Alfred, um, pun- uh, like a little poke that he uh, did. You know, when 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 Bruce is in the yard, he goes, you know, he said like, <laughs> I- I'd hope you'd reconsider rugby, sir. Like, <laughs> that was a good one too. That was a good one too. It's like, yeah, stop that, you know. Um, but anyways, but yeah, I'm kind of wondering about that too. But yeah. That's what makes it more freakier. And then, of course, like you said, he falls into the open grave. He's trying to, like, climb his way out. But it's like, it's been raining. It's muddy. You can't get yourself out of that. He's scraping. And then all of a sudden you get that, you know, you see the mist, you know, the fog just form around that big statue with the, the wings, the angel. And it falls one of those wings first. So it he probably got sliced in half. Oh, it, he's definitely... <laughs> He's either sliced in half or impaled. Yeah. One or the other. He's just know. dead. He's definitely dead. Obviously, well, his his boys hear that and they start running and then they see it. Oh, and it the and sound it, effects of that thing falling. Yeah. It's like that thing sounds heavy as shit. Uh-huh. And then and then his boys show up and he's like, Oh, oh. man. I'm like, like, these are hired killers. Like <laughs> they've offed people. And even they're looking at that going. Oh, well, I'm like, yeah, there's you probably got sliced in half, possibly, or at least partially. Uh, yeah, some limbs. But once again, phantasm off the distance, Kate, yes, Kate waving, and that great line. And and one of those great lines that was in the trailer it's the bat, it's the freaking bat. Oh man, I rewatched that trailer earlier today and you know had the you know the, the dude who does like the trailer voice and stuff. Oh like the that. trailer voice. Oh yes. Oh, God. It was oh, so perfect. Yes. I thought about like having it for the opening of the show, but I'm like, eh, it's got too much of you know, we're already gonna show a clip and I know I'm like WB is feeling like we don't we not. don't need to we don't need to get copyrighted. We don't need to get a full copyright, but I wanted to like I was like, damn it, I would love to open today's stream with oh, that, that trailer. That it's trailer so good. Is like, it's so good. Because you <laughs> okay. spend like you spent, and it's actually really funny. Like the movie's only an hour and sixteen minutes, and you realize how much of the movie's actually in that trailer. <laughs> so much, so much, yeah. Um, but yeah, so we got all that, and then um, yeah, and then of course we get to uh, Sal, old man Sal, Salvatore. Uh, what's his last name? Valestra. Valestra, and of course now he's like in his, you know, cozy little, uh, you know. Uh, sipping his, sipping yes. his tea, sipping his tea, and whatever is in his robe, and then of course he sees the papers got the fire going, and then, and then he just starts freaking out because it's like, oh, now two guys have been off, and then of course, I mean, it's, it's a scene where you just go, holy shit, you're like, well, this guy was a smoker. I mean, obviously this they show smoking big time in this movie, but man, he's just, <laughs> you know, he starts like he's got the you know, oxygen tank, yeah. Going. 
Oh man. man. And he's got he's got like the liver and man, like the liver spots all over him. He has not aged well. He has not aged well. Sal has not. Uh and <laughs> he doesn't go out pretty well either. Um, no, he doesn't. Not at all, but it's it's great how he goes out, I thought. Um, but yeah, so we get that little scene right there. It's like, oh yeah. Um, and then of course, more uh, you know, the last time we see Gordon, the last time we see Gordon, because I'll have no part of it. You yeah. want him? The Batman doesn't it, kill. Yeah. The Batman doesn't kill. The Batman doesn't kill. You yeah. want him? You get him. I'll have no part of it. Door slams. Bye, Gordon. <laughs> it was nice having That's you in it. the movie. That's it. But I mean, but I get it because I mean, this is supposed to just go heavy on Bruce in the you know the past and the struggles and everything like that. So I get it. I really uh, you know I get it. They're just like, yeah, Gordon is just Gordon, and he's. He plays the role that he needs to play in this movie to the fact of the matter is like he and I love how Batman is like outside. He's outside. Oh, that is that he owns that moment yeah. when he's listening in. So when they so when Bullock has the bright idea of like turning on the bat signal and Bullock goes, <laughs> he's usually here by now. Yeah. And then the Batmobile's driving away. away. <laughs> yeah. Like, fuck you guys. Yeah, I know what's happening. But see, that's what's so good. It's like, all right, yeah, I get it. So like Gordon played a I, I think even though he's not in it that much it's like he played a really good part in it maybe it would have been cool to see the younger Gordon like in the flashbacks maybe but you know we didn't get that it's fine it's fine nah. we've got that in other uh other times so it's all good so and then of course oh dude oh. man one of the best shots one of the best shots in this movie when he goes to the cemetery and he's like looking around and leaning you know, out the crime scene, stuff like that. Then he walks up to the Wayne grave, oh, that shadow, the, the ears in the shadow as he walks up to the Wayne grave. Oh, I was like, fuck, that is a that is one of my favorite shots of the movie right there. Oh, so oh. Good. well. And then also I like that line he has going into it when he's like he's talking into like the microphone and he, he's just like uh, a little version of the grass probably isn't much. But it's been that kind of day. Yeah, I know, right? It's like fuck. Yeah, and then yeah, he went, but when when he walks up to that and I, that shot with the shadow just casting right over it, it's just so good, so good. And and then of course he, um, who does he hear talking to her mother again? Andrea, bump bump. And man, that just totally just. I mean, he probably peed a little. <laughs> yeah, in those tights, like oh, oh shit, man. That's not you're like oh, it's her. She's here. Oh, my God. Because obviously, like, I mean, there was a little buildup, like, when she's on the plane and she's, like, headed to Gotham and then she has the magazine cover. I mean, it's just they both still, like, have this fire for each other. So Exactly. For the fact that he actually saw her and then she puts it together right away. Good for her because, you know, she sees she's like, you, you know, she don't obviously we know who Batman is. but And then he runs off and then she just is like. And then she looks at the, you know, tombstone, tombstone yeah. and it shows she's like, Bruce. And it's like, hey, good job. You, yeah, you put it together. You're sharp, lady. I like you. <laughs> well, and you've got to think that she's got to remember all those moments from earlier that like she, yeah. she has, she has some prior knowledge to be like, oh, okay. Cause damn, she come back later. Cause she is. She's a little bitchy later on, and it's it's good, but it's like, dang, lady, you uh, you went there, huh? 
Oh yeah. Oh, oh, I have notes where I say like, oh, she gives him the business. Like I literally put that, this is later on, of course. Well, after this scene right here, where like, you know, she's out with, she's out with uh, Arthur, you know, of course he's trying to lay the moves on her and fucking sleazeball. Oh my uh, God. Don't you just like, yeah, no, he's he's got a punchable animal. He's got a punchable animated face. (laughs) Oh my God. Does he ever. And then of course, then Batman being a little creepy across the street. In the rain with the uh, with the binoculars. Well, we saw that in March. We saw that in a new Batman movie. Man. Oh God, yeah, we did. <laughs> we saw a little bit something like that. So, but yeah, he's following, and he's like, you know, it's. I love it that it's raining, and then you know he's looking. You know, oh God, I've used that gift, like that my that gift, that oh, gift, yeah. the, the sad. That's my sad Batman gift. That yeah, I always sad use. Batman gift. This was like because obviously we go to another flashback where they go to the Gotham World's Fair, and uh, you know obviously we got to see like the happiness that Bruce had at uh, at one moment. Obviously we got the, the first kiss. Now they're very much well, you know, they're dating and they're at the World's Fair, and uh, you know it's it's pretty it's pretty cool because you know we see all the different gadgets and all the technology, and then of course when Bruce just goes. <gasps> You know, and sees the, the car <laughs> that very much looks like a Batmobile, and I'm like, yeah, we talked yeah, about that. This with, uh, we talked about uh, the mechanic episode. Yeah, the mechanic like... episode. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's a good design. It's a good design. It's a very good design. Very good design. Yeah. Um, so now, because when they're leaving the World's Fair, that's when they bump into the muggers, right? Yeah. Trying to steal yeah. the the jewelry guy's cash box. See, and this is this shows Bruce's struggle again because he's just like, I got to do something, and then she's just like, all right, we'll just come back in one piece, and then you know he takes him on and he's doing a good job. He does a fucking move, man, where he just leaps up and hits that the you know the top of the oh, the, the top of the motorcycle, yeah, and then he just punches that guy right in the face. He's kicking ass, and then all of a sudden, when he's gonna take on the last guy, he goes. It almost is like that um, when Summer Gleason in uh, you know the Ninja episode, where it's like, oh man, some you know somebody's here that's witnessing this. It's going to distract me. I mean, obviously it's a little bit different because you know obviously with that episode he was already Batman, but with this you know seeing Andrea right there distracts him, and then he gets a freaking oh, baseball bat broken to, across the, the yeah or the ribs or the sternum. I don't know. He got a he got a nice little bruise from that one, and possibly maybe even like something, some some kind of something broke. But uh, yeah, but I mean, it just kind of shows you. It's like I think that was like a good representation of like, hey, if you're gonna do this life, dude, it's gonna be hard to carry on this over here because you can't be worried about someone else worrying about you. It has to be you. The yeah. only person you have to worry about is yourself. And I which- like. The- Keep which, on, which, which, of course, you know, makes the whole sidekick thing later on going. <laughs> Seriously, Bruce, really? Come on, come on. But I like that this flashback came after, obviously, like when she put it together, like Bruce, and she probably was like, "Oh yeah, remember that one time where he was like, he took on those thugs, he was kicking ass." Yeah, of course he's Batman. You know, it's like. You know, I like just the order of things. Again, they they did a really good job with structuring this fucking story with the flashbacks. They just did a, such a, an exceptional job when it came to that. So, 
Uh, um, but, th- but this leads into because you know he, he goes Alfred. And he's like, I can't do this if yeah. someone's waiting on me to come home. But dude, for me, I know the scene is him becoming Batman. But for me, the scene is him on his knees in front of his parents' grave going, I know I promised. Yes. But can I can I do something else? Can I give more money to the cops? Can they take the risk? And and the and the line that always oh, just rips me apart. I never expected to be happy. Yes, I have to know it's okay. Please tell me that it's okay. Oh. And Andrea, maybe they already have. Oh. Maybe they, they sent me. Oh, oh. 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 oh man! See, again. Again, when it comes to this movie, it hits you in the feels like that because that's such a dramatic scene, such a great scene. And it's raining, of course, just to add more drama to it. But even before that, when he's talking to Alfred, it's one of those things that always stuck out. I love like when he gets upset and when he says that and he slams his slams fist. against the door. What does he do? The door. He goes like this. <laughs> he kind of shakes it off. And I'm like, I always like that because I'm like, yeah, that fucking hurt. We've all done that where we just go, ah. And then it's like, fuck that. God damn it. And even Bruce Wayne goes, shit. Yeah, that hurt. You know, it's like, yeah. But yeah, then when it gets to that, oh man. That you and know, see I'm- this movie. Okay. I, I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna walk into a minefield right now. Do it. Because I do I think Dark Knight Rises is the weakest of the Nolan trilogy. Yes, in my opinion, it's the weakest of the trilogy. But do I hate Dark Knight Rises? No. Fuck no. No, no, not at all. I, I, I still, I still enjoy that movie. It, the, the, the trilogy is great to me. Yes, and I know that one people want to complain about at the end how Nolan constructed a story where Batman, where Bruce Wayne stops being Batman, and I, and people want to give that him crap for that. I'm like, this movie, this movie yeah. is all about him talking about the possibility of him giving it up. Yeah, and. And, and it's that scene. It's like, I never, because because that one line, I never expected to be happy. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing. It's like, in order to be Batman, it's like, you can't really be happy. You know, you got to be, you got to go out every night and just be like, yeah. well, the, why is he doing it? Because exactly. he, he he's, he's permanently scarred and miserable about, you know, about the death of his parents. Mm-hmm. Well, what happens when something comes along that makes that not hurt so much? Exactly. That's why that scene was so great. And then she just shows up like again. It's just it was like perfect. And it was like that that moment. She got the umbrella. And then, of course, when she goes and then she just throws down the umbrella and they brace each other. And they're all like they're all like drenched in the rain. God. Yeah, that's a powerful, powerful scene right there. But um, and then, of course, um. When we get further along, uh, uh, oh yeah, there's a thing that we, uh, you know, obviously she wants, um, she wants uh, to, uh, you know, Bruce to meet her dad, and I love the little car phone thing. I, I, I was still, I was like, it was funny because I actually rewound it because I was like, how does that car phone work? Because it's an old timey receiver, and she's like going, doing this something. Like, like, the- like it's like the, it's like the dial is like <laughs> yeah. on the. I was like, really? Is it on the? part right there that uh, yeah it didn't make sense to me but i was like whatever works i guess <laughs> we like, didn't have car phones until the 80s anyway what are you talking about 
true true oh man and then um obviously when he uh when we get the uh when we get the first meet with uh Carl, Carl, right? Carl, Carl Beaumont. Yeah. Yes. And he's all, you know, he's impressed because it's, it's Bruce Wayne, obviously. And, uh, but then all of a sudden, you know, Sal shows up and, uh, oh, and we see, and we see even douchier young Arthur as an accountant with like, with like the, the glasses little, and the fucking, yeah. And, and the little things on the, the little things on the sleeves and exactly kiss ass, the kiss oh, ass. Oh, God. Such a kiss ass. Such a kiss ass, but who else do we also see a young version of? Oh, somebody with a kind of a long nose and you know, and a very pointy chin. Yeah, you know, when they're walking out, it's like, oh yeah, and it's kind of funny because that was a that was a cool twist. I mean, when we get to it, obviously, it's a cool little twist because you don't think about it. You're like, oh man, it's just some you know one of the you know just a henchman, a goon, whatever. We don't know who this guy is. He just looks like a douchebag um you know it's fine because because all you see him doing is he's looking at the like the rear view he's just looking at the rear view mirror yeah like when they show up because you know that scene when the when the gangsters show up and they just barge in and and carl is like shitting his pants because he's like if Mr. Valestra says he has an appointment then he has appointment <laughs> and he's just like oh shit this is not good it's not good not good at all not good at all so but yeah <laughs> um so yeah we had all that all that 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 in the, the flashbacking and whatever and then uh uh you know the struggles you know and it's funny too like i said and like when when it comes to bruce you know get, getting a little you know when it comes even with alfred and like the line that you liked i mean he's it's again it's now to that point it's like all right you have this finely oiled machine of being Batman, doing all this stuff, you know, because you, he's you, been Batman. I think we've determined that now he's been Batman for uh, at least ten years. Okay, yeah, because 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 Ro- oh, actually, he's been he's Whoa. been you no, know, he's been wrong because no, because no. Robin's been around for ten years. Okay, that's true. I see. So that's he's, the thing. I'm trying to figure out the yeah. So he's been for it's so it's a finally you know it's an it's a. It's a well-oiled machine, and then also yes. the past starts creeping up again, and that happiness that he once had is in his life again. And it's just like, and so, so Batman struggling. That's what I like. Is even present-day Batman is struggling. That's why he gets a little, he gets a little catty with Alfred. So, yeah. Uh, well, let's see. Pretty fly for a Filipino guy. Thank you for the five dollars super. Mentioned that. Scott's headlines are yeah, <laughs> yeah. You have the phantasm eyes like right above you, which is cool. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. Thank you. Uh, you. You don't think I've been doing that like on purpose, like all night? <laughs> I mean, seriously. Put, yeah, just put it right there. Say, say, I meant that. I meant that when I made the thumbnail. No, I didn't. Uh, I had no idea. I was just trying to make a good thumbnail. Anyways, um, <laughs> but yeah. Well, so we get that struggle, the past coming back, and all that stuff, and and. Uh, and then, of course, um, he, uh, you know, just Batman realizing that, you know, going into uh, Sal's place and realizing that Sal, Sal's had his fingers all throughout Gotham. You see pictures with the mayor. You see pictures of him like everywhere with, just with, with construction. So, so obviously it's like yeah. unions. Yeah. You know, I, I was like, the, you get the unions, you see Mayor Hill mm-hmm. and then you see, you know, the board, as it were. You know, with Chucky and Buzz, and there's, you know, there's Carl. 
And so he's involved. That picture, it's always that, that picture of the group of them. So then we get another flashback, and this is oh, this is where we uh, we get that proposal. Well, kind of. Bruce doesn't know how to propose. And I love this because he's just like, he knows. He's like, hey, I'm not good with this stuff. Here. <laughs> he just hands her the box. I, I love her line. You'll get the idea. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You get the idea. And it's just like, okay, yeah. Because he's just, he's not good with that stuff. And sure enough, it's a ring. And it's just like, and he's just And it's like, a rock, by the way. Oh, well, of course. I mean, it's Bruce Wayne. He's going to get the best. But he's just like, so what do you say? Like, he's just like, okay. You know, okay. Yeah, because obviously she's talking about like how she might have to leave, and you know, there's all this kind of stuff, and it's like no. Oh, but but I love the fact. Oh, but it's some great dialogue here. I love it. So, mm. I always I, I didn't I didn't know what you would do with me. Like yeah. I was something because I wasn't part of the plan. And yeah. he says, "You are now. I'm changing the plan." Oh, the music is just so happy, and oh, so happy. But then what happens when they embrace each other? Bats start just flying out of a crack in the ground and it's like now nah, dude you can't be happy you got to be the batman <laughs> it was just i love that uh, this is you know another just great scene when, especially when it's a flashbacks or just like some of the greatest stuff because it just foreshadows like no dude yeah 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 you might be happy now but your future is is flying out of the fucking cracks right now see all those bats that's your fucking future bud you know i just love that because it just showed that during like one of the happiest moments that he could ever have was interrupted by by a bunch of bats flying out of the ground and they're both so scared of the bats. so i love that that's kind of like the subtle like what's going to inspire you know no fear. It's like that line of Batman Begins when Michael Caine's Alfred goes, "Why bat, sir?" Yeah. Um, yeah. They frighten me. Yeah. They frighten me. Yeah, I know. But it's just, I just love that. And I was like, oh man, that's so good. Just, just the way that that was. It interrupted a happy, happy moment. You know, <laughs> just like, good lord. Ah. Oh, uh, I had to. By the way, in this, in the scene where the diaper your bottom scene. Yeah. Uh, shout out. Uh, when, when Batman's connecting the dots between like Chucky Saul and, 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 and Buzz and all of them, and he's bringing up the dummy corporations and yeah. it's like O'Neill and Adams tool and dies. Like, Oh, Adams and O'Neill, Dean O'Neill, Neil Adams. Very there good. Go. Thank you. There you go. David, and there's also like, and there's also a pucket on, uh, and I, and I did not look this up beforehand because if you looked at all the names, on the uh on the dummy corporations mm-hmm. um oh yeah who was it oh yeah uh it was the first name because puckett was someone who worked uh, kelly puckett was someone who worked on the tie-in comics ah well there you go i love it when they fit names like that they fit the names within the within the animation and everything that's cool i love that um and then of course uh you know at uh when when they when bruce drops her back off at uh at Carl's house, obviously we, I love this too, because, you know, when you see, when they're like pulling in, you see like the, the, the silhouettes of them and you could, and we don't see what's going on. No, you could tell it's bad. You could tell it's bad because you could tell like there's, you know, there's the guys and everything that. And then of course you got young, you got young Joker over here, douchebag. And I love how they, you know, cause he's just outside. And then, you know, he's smoking a cigarette. They kind of just look at each other. Like, uh, you like, you know, again, I just love that little subtle thing because going in fresh, you have no idea who that is. 
but you know, obviously when you find out, you're like, Oh wow. Now you got to watch it again. Um, but yeah, you see that. And he then even, course, like, he even flicks his cigarette at the yes, car. He does. He does. He's such a douchebag, such a douchebag. And then of course we get the whole thing where, you know, Bruce was, he invested, you know, he looked down. He's like, wow. Yeah. We got a cave down here. It's almost as big as the house. And it's like, yeah, bud, <laughs> that's going to be your layer. Um, you know, you're going to fit a giant coin in there and a T-Rex and, <laughs> and a big ass computer. <laughs> yeah, exactly. A computer somehow. But uh, yeah. And then of course, this is that moment, man. It's just like, Oh, cause Alfred, right. When he's walking up and you get that shot and Alfred's just like, you know, he's just like, God damn it. Cause he knows. I know because it's like I thought I thought this was over with and this yeah. is he's all I thought Bruce finally found happiness, but nope, he's about to get <laughs> he's about to get his guts ripped out right now. And sure enough, it's the box with the ring and the note saying that not happening, not happening. Nope. So, we're, 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 we've gone to Europe. Yeah, you know, gone to Europe. And I always think it's interesting that like we don't read the. I still think that he that you know he's not reading the entire note. He's just like, he's like just reading like the pertinent pieces. Like there's 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 a bigger dear John letter written there, and he just <laughs> like, and he just gave us like the highlights. Yeah, but that was enough to push him to the darkness, and then we get the, the scene. scene. Oh, I already got goosebumps just thinking about it. But yes, we get this scene and we have to. This is the scene that we're definitely going to watch. And by the way, this is the score that that composer broke down, like the, yeah. the, the, the chord progression on Batman Day. So if you saw that video that I shared, yep. this is the scene he was playing. So, yeah. And I love how it just crossfades, right? I mean, look at that. I pause it so perfectly with... Bruce just like standing out there, Alfred right there, and then it crossfades right into the Thomas uh, and Martha. Yes, just oh man, right there, that score, and then it just gets to it. Yeah. It's building to his Batman oh. theme. <laughs> so I also cool. love how it's the old costume like we saw in Robin's yep. Reckoning. Yep. And then he's just like, oh, my mask. Give it my mask, sir. Yeah. Oh, oh there it is. Shot. Oh. And Alfred's reaction. Yeah. Oh. And then the eyes just. Oh. God, listen to that score. My gosh. Because Shirley Walker has a choir. Yes, it's just so good. Ah. Oh. Oh, goosebumps, goosebumps. That is the, the scene. In the movie right there. Yes, Eric, I'm turned on right now. You know, they're watching myself. You're, you're, you're a little, you are a little aroused. Yeah, I, a little aroused. I'm just, you know, luckily, you know, uh, it's angled so where you can't really see it. Uh, let's see, Nate. Uh, so why can't you all watch review? The, uh, we can't watch the entire thing on YouTube. Yeah, they would. Totally oh, because uh, YouTube, YouTube would copyright strike. Yeah. Because this. This these movies are released for private viewing. Exactly. If, you ever, if you ever read the FBI warning that comes on before a movie, uh, that explains why we can't do that. Exactly, exactly. Maybe I mean I know Twitch is a little different, and things are a little different, but we can watch clips and do commentary on it. That is called because we are 
fair use because we're only using like less than 30 or 60 yeah. seconds and we are providing new intellectual content by I will say that WBTV has not been too kind when it comes to that. When they like get for the clips, they've been like, nope, we're going to keep our little thing. And I'm like, whatever. It's so weird. Like the past like four episodes, they've like, usually it was good. Like for like 60 episodes, fine. And then all of a sudden they were just like, nah, we're, we're not going to allow you to do that anymore. I don't know why. It's weird. So I don't, who cares? But because I still like to have a clip when it comes to our streams. And that one, we could not. What I mean, it was like we had to watch at least that one right there. Jesus Christ. Anyway, so we get to present day and present day uh, World's Fair, which, wow, that, yeah, nobody kept that up. <laughs> no one ever does. I mean, yeah. I, you know, when I saw this, I was thinking about like that, you know, the scene from Men in Black. Yeah. You know, when, when they go back to you, because that's the thing, you build these giant, it, it's kind of famous, you build these giant World Fair grounds. And then what do you do when the World's Fair is over? Like, it's just, just leave it, it there. You just leave it there. I mean, it's yeah, just done. Let it rot. Let it rot. And, uh, you know, obviously we got Sal showing up. Uh, okay. Would this have been awesome if in the trailer they hadn't told us the Joker was going to be in this movie? Yes. Yes. If there was an end, but, but of course, you know, that's the thing. It's like trailers. I even complained about this recently with Halloween Ends. There's like a kind there's like a little bit of a twist that happens in Halloween ends, which I was like when I was watching and I was like, oh, I see what they're trying to do here. But I know what's going to happen next because I saw it in the trailer and I went, if I didn't see it in the trailer, this scene would have been a lot better. And that's what sucks about trailers sometimes is, you know, I love it when there's trailers that don't give anything away and you go in there and go, oh, my God, you know, but. I mean, I guess when it comes to Batman, it's like we have to show that the Joker is in this because it's going to help sell the movie. But yeah, I see what you're saying. <laughs> because, 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 like, you have no, like, there's nothing to indicate that the Joker is going to show up in this movie until Sal goes to the World's Fair. And it's such a cool, like, like, sometimes you can play the exercise like you're watching the movie. And if this was being revealed to you in the movie for the first time, that's a really cool reveal, especially when you hear Shirley Walker's theme for the Joker that. Yeah, so great. Um, and then, of course, he has just great line after great line and just everything. So it's been a dog's age. I mean, just stuff like that, you know, it's just or like so when, when they're doing the, the world's the world's fair theme and he like uses the Tommy gun. It's like. I hate that song. <laughs> Stuff like that. Uh, and then when, it, when they go to the house of the future and it's still got the, you know, the, the robot that, that has the uh, the butcher knife and stuff like that. Meatloaf? Leave meatloaf again? You know, it's just he just plays into the part. And then there's like so many times where he just like ends up like ripping like some of the, the, the fake skin on the robot or whatever the hell off. And he's just like, <laughs> you know, I love how he puts <laughs> it in his jacket as opposed to just, just toss it on the floor, dude, everything's rotting around here. <laughs> but he just, <laughs> you know, he does that. It's great. Oh my God. And, and I think Omari was the one who even posted on Vero. It's like, what? Cause Sal like, like gives him like a briefcase full of cash to take care of the Batman and, yeah. and Joker's like, what do I look like? Pest control. <laughs> and you know what he calls them too, which I wouldn't, I don't think I knew what the hell until I watched 
Ace Ventura 2, When Nature Calls. He calls him Guano Man. Guano Man. And I did not know the term guano until I watched Ace Ventura, When Nature Calls. Guano! You know, and he goes, that sounds so familiar. You know, it's like, yeah. Bat droppings, you know, or like, you know, guano, you know, the great white bat, you know, yeah, yeah, guano. And I'm like, oh my God. And I didn't even realize it until I just like rewatched it right now. It's like, he called him Guano Man. That is fucking awesome. Like, I know, I, right? Once yeah. again, they got away with so much crap. Yeah, Guano Man. He called him Guano. He basically called him bat shit. Okay. <laughs> he called him, like, what the fuck? Oh, it was so good. I was like, Jesus Christ. They got away with, yeah, they really did. He just straight out called him. Oh, Guano but man, man, the way that this scene ends. Oh. So, oh, also, also, oh. before we get to that, when he goes into the when he goes into the roller coaster, hold on to the valuables. <laughs> yeah, and slams it down right on his crotch. Oh, it's oh, so my. good. It's just so yeah. good. And then, oh, uh, Sal, <laughs> that's what I like to see. Yeah, nice big. Smile. smile but even before that we all we almost saw that joker rage again where it's like and then he just and then he just breaks from in a little bit like it's like it's close up on his face. Like the background even like turns, turns red. red it was like whoa like oh and then all of a sudden it just cuts to like just both of them and he's just like ah, you know it's just it's just crazy how like you know you get that joker rage that's kind of in there and then of course they have that nice big smile and you're like oh boy <laughs> that's that's not that's good. not good. <laughs> that's, that's not, good. not good for Sal. That's not good for Sal. And then uh of course, like um uh when Arthur, sleazy Arthur, um oh, takes God. Andrea back to her apartment, and then it's like, you know, it's not good to go to bed on a full stomach. Yeah, yeah, you want to fill her up. I get what you're yeah, I get what you're yeah, doing. Yeah, we get it, we get it. Yeah, we but get it, yeah. she's like, Hey, my my freaking balcony door is open. I got a visitor somebody who i'd actually like to do that with so get the fuck out of here arthur you know but 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 she also she also kisses him it's like oh, oh. i mean she does like she does like the fake moaning like it and she's like fuck you. yeah i know you're in here <laughs> you know <laughs> oh yeah she wanted to totally just i mean this and this is where i said the note she gives him the business you know when it comes to this you know and like they go back and forth with like Ugh. you know and like you know, like what oh, do you mean what he got me bug i read lips well read them now get out you know kind of thing oh oh and then it's like are you still taking orders from your father as the way i see it the only one who's still being controlled by their parents here is you oh oh oh, oh. she trade out just like it here's that here's that dagger to your gut right now i just got you i just got you Oh, so good. But then at the same time, it was just. Oh my like, God. And then, and then she just breaks, breaks down. down. Oh, because she's like, because we, because once again, the movie hasn't told us yet what's going on with her, but she's just like, fuck, no, I don't. It's like, I needed to be a bitch to get to tell him to back off. But it's like, but no, don't, don't do this to brute loose. And it's like, yeah. it's, it's just too much for her. And it's just. Oh, the struggle. Oh, by the way, and she's pouring herself a drink. By the way, exactly. Like, so booze. There's booze in this movie. There's booze in this movie, also. It's great. It's so great. Ah, uh, and then oh uh, yeah, she gives him that, and then of course, um, uh, uh, the phantasm. Like, uh, and then we get oh man, we get the phantasm. Okay. How long did it take you when you were a kid? Like when you're doing like that zoom in 
to Sal's building to realize that the phantasm is like right there on the ledge, like looking at it. I didn't see it the first time for sure, but yeah, yeah, it didn't. Yeah, it, yeah, it didn't. Probably the first couple few watches probably didn't even notice that, but yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, but man, but this is the first time we actually see somebody dead, <laughs> right? And it's the first time that someone has been jokerized. Yeah. And they're dead from it. You know, like we go back to Laughing Fish. Batman saved all those guys yeah. in the Laughing Fish. Uh, you know, they're going to get better. He gives them the antitoxin. No, no, Sal is done. No, done. he's done. So, I mean, and creepy as fuck, too. But when you see that reveal, he's just like, you know, oh, creepy. And then you got the camera that's on his lap. You know, and then it, and then I love how Joker's like, oh, guess the joke's on me. You're not Batman. Holy shit. Whoops. You know, it's like, ah, and I love that because it's like, oh, the Joker out of all the people figured it out. Like, yep, yep. But he, um, of course, he did it in the way that he does it by killing somebody. But yeah, it's the fact that he's just like, whoop, the joke's on me. You're not Batman. <laughs> it's like, Jesus but Christ. soon the news will be all over town along yeah. with your head, your arms, your spleen. And then, yeah, she's like, uh oh. And then she just gets books it out of there and, you know, it blows up. And then we get that, uh, oh man, we get this cool little chase sequence with the Batwing. The Batwing shows up. I love it. Obviously, and Kevin Altieri that. must not have aborted this scene because you know how much he hates the Batwing. <laughs> I know. Yeah, we talked about that. <laughs> oh man. And that's just so cool. I love it when he's like typing in the code yeah. and, you know, he like, he like jumps, you know, yeah. jumps out and somehow like lands on him. It doesn't like, Batman jumps from some incredibly ridiculous heights in this movie. And I'm oh, like, um, no, no, you, you, you're breaking something when you do that. I love like how tonight, you know, I was explaining this before we went live in Southern California. There is crazy thunderstorms. There's a new thunderstorm that is just rolling in right now. I'm hearing rain. I'm hearing thunder. This is great. I love it. Just the atmosphere of talking about. Because uh, how many times does it rain in this movie? Yeah. yeah. All they're like for pretty much almost throughout. You know, I mean, there's a couple spots, particularly this one right here when they're uh, having their little showdown um, well, when it comes to them. But yeah, uh, this is what's uh, what's crazy about this, because when all this is happening, obviously, you know, Phantasm gets away. And now we got Batman dealing with the cops. And once again, this is like this is like what happens in year one, which then they did in Batman Begins. Because now, because the Batman Begins, it all happens in Arkham. But in year one, it's uh, it's him in an abandoned building. And this is him at a construction site. But what's so great about this is he's been Batman for our, you know, he's already a present day Batman. And everybody's just like they're chasing him because he they think that he's been knocking off all these dudes. And I mean, he oh, man. He goes through some struggles when it comes to this. And when it goes to that construction site and, you know, they're firing at him. I mean, they're fire and he's getting beat. Oh, up. He gets beat the show. He's, he's bleeding. He's bleeding. Blood. blood. Oh, gotta love it. You know, and the fact that he's getting beat up like that and then uh, they're firing at him. And, um, and then of course, like, I love it when Bullock was like, like he noticed like, Oh, there's some tanks in there that going to blow up. And he's like, Whoa, wait a minute. And boom, like, Fuck, you're like Batman's just getting his ass kicked by this because he, you know, gets blown back like that. He is like just oh, I love, and I love Bullock <sighs> going, you jerk. Yeah, exactly. Get a light up there. You know, it's just like he's just even Bullock's like, dude. All right, guys. Yeah, we're kind of trying to get him, but let's not freaking blow him to smithereens. Come on, 
you know, because obviously he knows. I mean, he's still it's it's Gordon's dude, you know. Obviously, and like we're trying to arrest him. Yes, like not. Like, you know, <laughs> now you can tell you can tell that Arthur made sure that you know they could authorize lethal force. Yeah, but you can tell from Paul, like it's like no, I'm trying to arrest this guy. I'm not trying to like kill him. And what's also great too is like okay, so we've seen this happen a few times where Batman does the whole cape and cow distraction, and he does a good job with this one. But what I love is, I mean, obviously when it came to the worry men, which was funny, it was like, oh yeah, we we, were, we went on and we determined that there was probably another cape and cow that he used. So it's like, because I was like, wait, did he have like an alternate one? But this time when he uses the cape and cow and he straps it to uh, you know some you know, a sawhorse, sawhorse, that's what it's called. Um, and, you know, they're firing at it. And then, so now Bruce is no cape, no cow, running from the cops, beat up. He's, you know, he's torn, he's bleeding. Oh, I was like, fuck, this is so good. It's just so good. It's like, one because of the if they catch up with him, they're going to figure yeah. out who he is. Exactly. God damn it. So now he's got to worry about that. And man, and he's getting to a point where it's like, he might not be able to like last because he's putting all his every ounce of energy he can and it's it's getting bad so he's like jumping the fence he's trying to get out of there and all this stuff like that but luckily andrea you know showed she up just happens to know where he is yeah it's all over the news <laughs> wink yeah all over the news huh or you know yeah but poor bullock man that dude's like <sighs> i Dude, i love i love shot. that shot it's like it's like a push in on bullock and dude the sweat what? is dripping and he's yeah. like no notice we never see bullock again after this that's that that's it that was the last good bullet bullock shot but yeah i even wrote that down too i'm like damn great shot of bullock right there just uh, like fuck i almost had him you know i've been like I know and it's also, I'm about to keel over because yeah, I'm not used to this cardio. Exactly. He's like, yeah, he slept well tonight. That, <laughs> that night, that's for him, sure. But yeah, she gets him there, takes him back to Wayne Manor, and, you know, they got him all bandaged up. Of course, he's still wearing, like, the bottoms and everything like that. And then, sure enough, you know, obviously she's talking about things. She's talking about, like, you know, that she had to leave and doing all that stuff and, uh and uh, yeah, and then of course we get another, you know, kissy kissy thing, and then <laughs> Alfred, oh shit, damn it again! Like I wasn't supposed, to, you know, always bad time. But then there's like the crossfade. It's the next morning. Yeah, she's. We've got the classic movie of they had sex because now she's wearing a man shirt yeah. with what underneath it? I don't know because probably nothing. Probably nothing because all we see are legs <laughs> and a man shirt. That's it. And, of course, he uh, comes out and embraces her. And, I mean, it's just like, again, uh, I just love the story structure because it's like, oh, yeah, Bruce, there's that happiness that you haven't had. I mean, maybe you had a little bit with Selena. Maybe maybe uh, with some prior relationships, there was a little bit of that. But you weren't as happy as you were with Andrea. That's for damn sure. So, oh. Just which, is like, why I, which is why, Tangent, I, I can't wait to read Tom King's Batman Catwoman because I want to know how does he work on Dre into that story, especially since that's all about Batman and Catwoman, like getting married. Mm. And it's like, I am Good really point. looking forward to see how Tom King. Like, Good point. I'm going to have to like, that that that, how that plays out too. Wow. Yeah. I didn't even think about that because yeah, he goes, they go heavy into that. Ooh, they go heavy for sure. Um, 
but yeah, Andrea, then, you know, when she, ex, uh, yeah, when she was explaining all that. And then of course, um, uh, when she leaves, everything's all good. Everything seems all good. I love it. You know, I love that. It's like, there's like, Oh, maybe this could work. Oh, by the again. way, there's a great little foreshadowing in there when he mm. goes, you know, it's going to come down between, you know, me and your father. And she says the line, it's okay. Daddy doesn't matter anymore. Oh, that's true. Yeah. It's a good line right there because obviously, you know, she's trying He's to make been it dead fun. for years. He's at this been dead for a bit. He's been dead for a bit. Um, and yeah. And then all, all of a sudden we get that, <clears throat> that cool little scene with uh, obviously, you know, Bruce is still, you know, still Bruce. It's present day Bruce. So he's like, but still like what is happening here? And then he sees that group shot and he goes, wait a minute. And and I love that. how he grabs the red pencil. Yes, the the red color pencil, and just go draws, and he goes, <gasps> and then all of a sudden they shoot it, and you just hear the laugh with the picture. So good! It's such a cool little reveal. It's like, oh damn, there it is, young Joker. Before he was Joker, was part of this group, and it was like, okay. So let me uh -huh. ask you. I, I'm really curious. I love the fact that we never get a name for him. And, you know, technically, we've seen that his name is Jack Napier from yeah. the. Uh, uh, the Joker's Millions. Uh, was, Joker's yeah. Wild. Joker's Millions is a season three episode. Uh, the Joker's Wild is the casino episode that we we watched in season one. So we know that his name is Jack Napier, and they also mentioned it in uh, 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 Dreams and Darkness mm -hmm. when uh, when Batman was locked up at Arkham. Yeah. So that's his name. But I love the fact that as far as backstory for for uh, Joker goes in the animated series. You get this, and we get one shot of Ace Chemicals, like, like I think it's in the Creeper episode or something, like, because <laughs> yeah, there's a Creeper episode in season three. Yeah, but but I love how like that's it. So how did you feel about getting at least this much of like a quote Joker origin story, as in who he was before he was the Joker? I liked it because. When that reveal happened, and because I didn't see it coming when I was younger and saw this in the theater, I think both me and my dad were like, oh, shit, you know, and, and it was just one of those things where it's like when you watch it again, you go like, oh, my God, look at that. It was right there. The nose is the same. Everything's the same, except for not the, you know, the the, the white, white skin, you know, and everything in the in the Joker makeup. So it's just like I like it. I like it. I'm, I'm OK with it. I like the fact that, he, you know, if they're going to incorporate Joker in this type of story, I thought it was a great twist and the fact that and the way that they revealed it with the with bruce just you know drawing the joker smile on there and then when they show that you hear that the awesome, laugh the laugh from mark it's <clears throat> like i thought that was i i i i really like it i really like how I, I like it too it also makes it justifies him being in this movie exactly and then uh of course then they cut to arthur's office and this is another creepy scene i gotta be i gotta be honest because I mean that scene where he like where he like opens the door and it like does like the I don't know what the editing technique is but it's like the cut 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 and it, yeah. it like it, it's like it's almost like a jump it's like a jump yeah, of like focus. a jump cut. it's a jump cut. yeah and because uh, that's another great gif of like the lightning behind yeah. him and him smiling and... oh it's so good and then they have like this exchange. And, you know, Arthur trying to be like, oh, what are you talking about? I just worked for car. You know, it's like, dude, stop it. Stop playing. You know, we know you're full of shit. You're a sleaze and everything. And Joker knows this, too. And I love that. I love the scene because 
when when Andrea calls. <laughs> and I just love how Joker is just like, oh, you know, and he's just like, oh, the, you know, I think he called her like uh, the spawn. The babe. Of, oh, yeah. The babe. And he called her that and then like said like the spawn out of his loins or something like that. I don't know. And he the said, spawn of his loins yes, just exactly. happens to call. Exactly, yeah, yeah, I really can't fucking quote this entire movie <laughs> with inflection. <laughs> it's sad, Dave. No, it's, it's great. It's not sad. It's great. But I love the fact that he's just like, yeah, answer it. And then he's just like, <laughs> you know, he's just like, and then he's just smiling the whole time. And he's just like, oh, no, he even does this. He even does like the Superman pose. And goes, yeah. Yeah. And he's just so like, he's just enjoying himself because he's like, oh, my God. Yeah. This is getting better and better. I am enjoying this. Yeah. I was just like, really. What a like, coinky dink. Yeah. We're here talking, and the spawn of his loins yeah, just happens to call. Oh, Makes you kind of want to laugh. <laughs> and God. by the way did you notice that when you're getting the the crazy like crossfade between joker laughing and that that you're seeing a silhouette of a shadow of him i, I assume taking on a needle and stabbing arthur with the joker venom dude this that whole thing was like home because then it merges joker's laugh with arthur's crazy maniacal fucking laugh that is even more high pitched it seems like jesus christ it is insane like i and i was like I, I was like yeah i remember this scene big time because i always found it funny because he just was just losing his mind and all of a sudden we're like cut to you know it goes transitions right into him at the hospital just like just losing his mind and they finally give him you know uh a sedative, sedative. Yeah. yeah, and he's okay, and then all of a sudden Batman shows up, and he's just like, oh no! <laughs> I just, it just would always make me laugh as a kid, because it's a serious scene, you got Batman showing up trying to grill you, and he's just like trying to explain all this, while just, la like, holding back laughter. It's like... Okay, so I have a question. <laughs> okay. So, of course, this, of course, explains the whole thing, that the reason Arthur's tied into this is Arthur sold Carl out, because yeah. he asked for money and Carl told him to go fuck himself. And then Arthur went, well, fuck you. I'm going to sell you out to, I'm, I'm going to get the money I need by selling the information of where you are to Sal and Chuck and buzz. And I'm going to give it back. But Batman's in there. The more he's there, the more he's antagonizing Arthur that sedative is not kicking in. No. And that Joker venom is just continuing to pump through him. Does Batman kind of inadvertently like kill Arthur? <laughs> <laughs> I've always questioned that. You know what? Like, That's a good question. He, loses, a good his question. Shit. he yeah. loses his shit at the end of this scene. And the whole point is the doctor saying is we got to calm you down because they did inject him. They do inject him with the anti-venom. Yeah. So obviously Batman has shared anti-Joker toxin with Gotham City Hospitals. Good on him. But he, you have to give the tox, the anti-toxin time to run its course. And I'm kind of wondering, like, did Batman just say, fuck you? <laughs> yeah. He's just like, you know, fuck this guy. You know, you're trying to move in on my girl. Maybe there was a little bit of that because he saw that he was trying to move in on her. I don't know. I don't know. I you can you can argue that you know probably the doctor yeah. saved him, but still, yeah. there's always been a question in my mind's like, did he live? Did did he, he live? live? Yeah, maybe he did because he was at a hospital. I would say you know, 
He's maybe he's fine. I don't know. Yeah, those guys, those guys, those guys, those guys are fine. fine. Those guys, those guys fine. are fine. <laughs> yeah. So, um, I don't know. That is interesting. It's always a question I've had. I'm just, just yeah. I never really thought about that because I think I always assumed that he was okay because he was at a hospital. So maybe that's why Batman was like, eh, "Fuck you, man. I'm I'm out." You know, you know, you're going crazy again. And then of course the doctors came back. Yeah, but that was just God. The transition from the previous scene into that scene. It's just so good. Just two great fucking scenes. Every, I mean, there's a lot of great scenes. In well, there, but... and then it cuts to Andrea's apartment yeah. where Batman's investigating. And then the Joker called. And I'm kind of figuring out. Hold on one second. <laughs> Sorry. It's okay. Uh, but I'm always kind of curious. When does Batman figure out that Andrea is the phantasm? I think and it's. I, and I think it's there yeah. when. Between the information that Carl got sold up to the mob by Arthur, so the mob knew where he was. So Batman goes, mm, "That's I not think, good." I think I think like talking to Arthur, he probably already had it in the back of his head, like, "Oh shit!" And then when he but went, then with Joker calls, it's like it's like, "Oh, there it is," because Joker knew before, and it's just like, "Oh," and then all of a sudden, but yeah, I mean, <laughs> Jesus Christ. This scene right here where he just sends like one of the, the future planes, like a little, I guess you could say it's almost like a drone pretty much. And with a with a fucking bomb on it and Batman's just like, oh, shit, and just throws a freaking ninja, a Batman star, ninja star, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, I, got, up. I always love that shot of him just uh, like blows up and he just like hits the back of the wall and falls to the ground. I was, I, I was on the phone dangling there going, yeah. operator, operator, <laughs> I fear my party's been disconnected. Oh, man. God, this movie's so good. It's so fun. Oh. I'm sending a fun little package to you. Airmails. Yeah. And then, uh, and then, of course, we get the, then we finally, it's like, all right, it's pretty much revealed that it's her. So we see her show up to the world's fair and she's wearing the black jumpsuit black jumpsuit and we're like uh and then we get the flashback of what we didn't see when it came to the flashback earlier when she shows up and she bursts into the room like you know hey dad what's going on you know and then he's all nervous and everything and sal's being a creep and everybody's being a creep and i love it well i think it was even before that where like even the young joker went you know he gave her like one of those <laughs> they're all she's like yeah they're all yeah. creepy and then of course you know it, then there's the she's walking to their mediterranean the, she's walking to the mediterranean because she already explained all that earlier uh it, during the bow chicka bow bow scene <laughs> uh but this is where we get the thing where she walks up like this is supposed to be our reveal that he's dead because she walks up to their home in europe and the the pre-joker is walking out and she's like, yeah. what? What? He, pa he, he paid, paid you. Paid you. And then, and then he, and then she like draw. And it's always funny too because you know one of those things where I just notice like, anytime that somebody has a grocery bag, there's like, always a loaf of bread sticking. Always the two, there's always two. It almost seems like two loaves of bread that aren't covered. It's just hey, you just stick them in there. It's like hey, it's bread. Air is not kind to bread. Cover your bread. Wrap it up. Anyways, um, but yeah. still, we, but but what, come on, being a cold-hearted bastard, she drops it. She goes in. I don't even want to think about what her father looks like when because yeah. this guy was the one who did it, and he it's literally strange. just picks the but, apple off the. 
and takes a bite and walks away. And I'm like, he's a that's just that I, I love that he's because a sociopath. He's, Cause he's such, yeah, exactly. He doesn't feel any kind of whatever. He's like, I had a job. That's my job. I don't give a shit. I killed the dude. Good for you. You know? Oh, Hey, there's an apple, you know, I'm going to eat it. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, a little peckish right now. <laughs> like just cold blooded right there. Love it. Um, and then, okay. So when, um, when we get the, 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 uh, the showdown between Phantasm and, and Joker. It's cool. You know, obviously Joker making this joke. Was this the first time that we actually saw the acid out of the, uh, the flower? Did we see that in Batman in the, in the series? He's done gas. Yeah. Flower. I don't know if it's been acid. acid. I don't think he has. I, 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 because I, I think want... that standards and, you know, I don't know. That's a good question. I know we've seen the gas, the Joker gas come out yeah. of flower, but I, I don't know if we've seen the acid. That's a very good question. And now I'm, I'm, I, I don't have time to go back through sixty-five episodes to remember <laughs> if we've seen the acid no, or not. Do it right now and get back to me, damn it. No, but, oh, I, but think, I think that's I think that's I cool though. But I love, I love what they're finding. I also like when he goes. Uh, what's the line he says? Like, it's like the capes a little bit much though, but Hey, who yeah. am I to talk? Yeah. You know, he goes like, yeah, it's a little, yeah. He talks about the capes. Like, and he talks about the whole costume being like, you know, the theatrics of it. And he was like, yeah, who am I to talk? You know, pretty much going like, yeah, dude. And you're, but, you're, but I also love it when he does it where it's like, who am I to talk? And then it's yeah. like, he tries to do a sucker punch and she just like knees him. And like, yeah. Oh, by oh. the way, something we didn't see. In, in like Harley and Ivy. Oh no, we see him get it right in the nuts. Yes. And he goes, yeah! like, <laughs> good God. He makes a noise. Oh, good on Mark Hamill for making the perfect noise where you feel that. Any guy would be like, yep, yep, that's exactly But she slide, but you see her like slide yeah. the leg. So the knee oh. is going right there. Oh man. Oh yeah, I know. I wrote that too. I was like, first time seeing acid flower and kick to the balls. <laughs> like, possibly. This is the movie, PG, everybody. Oh man. But then um uh, and then it's funny too because I, I love how like even like he gets the Joker is so it's always funny because you know, obviously he's like rigged this hideout with explosives, but he's also rigged like the you know, the the butcher wife robot to be all like <laughs> <laughs> do all that kind of thing okay also the yeah. fact that she's he he bitch slaps her with the baloney yeah <laughs> yeah there was that whole thing too i like first off baloney's gross <laughs> when like he has like a whole big thing of baloney and he like puts it right there as she's chopping and eats a piece i'm like really yeah. is that how isn't you that always it? the way once you get in the mood company comes by yeah hey Joker is always, you know, again, with the theatrics, even like when he's by himself, he's just like still just like he's putting on a performance. He's just that's how crazy he is. And again, anybody who just eats straight up baloney like that, I don't want to even talk. No, to no, you, you're 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 a psychopath. I'm just I, I, I've never been a baloney person. Were you ever Me a baloney? neither. Dude, no, I never no. got it. Never understood it. Anytime it was like baloney sandwiches. I'm like, no. That's not for me. I'm like, what? Like, why? Give me ham. Give me turkey. Give me roast beef. Give me all that all day, every day. Baloney, get the fuck out of here. I don't even want to know what that is. I, ugh. 
Never was on bologna. Bologna, mustard, and all that shit. Fuck you. Get out of here. Ugh. So, yeah, I never, I was like, yeah, Joker. I, I loved how they chose that as the meat, bologna. I'm like, they probably okay. knew. <laughs> so, here we, so once again, here we go with the magic, magic mist where she just appears. You know, it's like, it looks like she's, like you said earlier, it looks like she's teleporting. Yeah. It's, it's so weird. Like, I know. I was like, yeah, they don't explain that in this movie. <sighs> Maybe somebody eventually will. I don't know. <laughs> but I don't know. Jesus Christ. Um, but of course, you know, when they do all this, um, they have their little fight. He turns on a big fan that's going to be like, oh, no, like, I want you to meet your biggest fan. Yeah, of course. There's always the punchline. And then there's a point where he doesn't have a punchline, which I love that line, um, which is also, I guess, a punchline, too, in, in and of itself. But anyways, yeah, you have that. And then, of course, Batman being, I mean, badass that he is, he just comes. Hey, he's on a he's he's on the bat on the motorcycle. It's <laughs> not raining. That's good. Finally, you know, because we've been making that joke throughout season one is the fact that it's like Batman's always riding his motorcycle when it's freaking raining. Doesn't make sense. Not raining this time, even though it's been raining throughout this movie. And he but just dude, this move, this move he does where first the wind's pulling him in and then yeah. he just like straightens out and goes right into it and then like pops the wheelie at the end and throws the bike into the fan. Okay. And it's so good. And I also love it because he does it. He's ready for it. Andrea falls. is like, oh, and he just lands like Spider-Man. He's like, because yeah. <laughs> he's Batman, because he's Batman, which was great. And then he just basically is just, you know, telling trying to talk her down like, hey, you know, get out of here. It's not worth it. Don't do this stuff. What are you know? What are you doing? Don't you know? Obviously, she she challenges him again with his ethics i guess you'd say with the whole not killing and all this stuff but not and, just the not killing thing but it's also like this is vengeance yes and, you know you know and, and she's you like what you if anyone would understand that it would be you exactly so it's like it's like one of those things and that's again again so i love the writing of this freaking movie is the fact that um you know it challenges him throughout challenges this girl's like going hey i love you and what you're doing, you know, and your whole code and everything like that, is that the right thing? Is it? Is it? You know? I love the and, fact he keeps calling her Andy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Andy. Andy. Because, yeah. Yeah. It's good. Oh, man. And then I love it how she, like, disappears. And then it just, and then you think it's just going to be like a Batman Joker showdown for the rest of the movie. Which is great. And we get into, like, this whole, like, I love this scene right here. Uh, one of my favorite scenes too is like when you know you got the models, uh, you know the the the, the Gotham model, which you see, almost, little, you see the little WB logo. Of course, <laughs> of course, all that right there. It's like right there in frame. It's like oh yeah, of course, right there. Um, and and then of course the you know and I love like Joker's like wearing you know basically what's the stuff. Chrysler building? Yes, like, and he's just like moving. You know? Oh, I also love the scores going. <laughs> so it's just it's a good joker in batman showdown probably the, yeah it's the best i mean i love it how he like he like takes a he basically takes the chrysler building thing off of his top and uses it as like a baseball bat and like smashes yeah. him yeah and then he tries to stab him with it and then yeah. oh my god the greatest moment batman just kicks him Ooh. like he's laughing right in the jaw and the tooth pops the tooth out oh but not only does he pop the tooth out you see 
the bloodstream like arcing with the tooth. I mean, oh. it's like in the air. And that's when you're like, oh, yes. this, this is it. This is this is what we've been waiting for. And then he's like there laughing, missing a tooth, and the blood's dripping out of his mouth, it's dripping out of his nose. Of course, then all he has to do is like a yeah. And suddenly, like, all the blood's gone. <laughs> yeah, of course. It just wipes off on the glove, of course. And then and then, and then, then when the little planes come, well, it was kind of funny, too, because I know what they were trying to do when it came to them fighting. It's like, oh, it's like, you know, it's like it's a kaiju movie. Yeah, it's a kaiju movie kind of thing. So they were trying to do that, which is funny. I get it. Uh, but then, of course, the planes come. And then, yeah, I mean, we get Batman straight up, just knuckles one of them and just Boom, and you see blood. And you see the blood splatter just, in the air. Yeah, and just like, Jesus Christ. I was like, yeah, I remember just as a kid going, ah, oh, there's blood. And like, just blood. Just the blood. I was like, yeah. Because obviously when, like, you know, this came out in 1993. Remember, like, Mortal Kombat probably came out a little bit before 95. That. Yeah, it came out the in movie, the, mov the movie was 95. Okay, the, I'm talking about the game. And the, the game, blood, okay. The blood code of the game, that was always a big thing, the blood code. And I still remember it to this to this day on Sega Genesis, A B A C A B B. That's what it is. Anyways, always going to be tattooed right in there. Oh, um, I got the Konami code like <laughs> melted just, in my brain. It's just one of those things where you just up you, down, you up down, left right, left right. B A select start. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> see, yours is a little more complicated than, than the blood code on Sega Genesis. But uh, yeah, so we have that, and um, and yeah, blood, blood. It's just great, and then uh, and then of course we get Joker with the jetpack and. It's just I love that because I I mean this was two years after Rocketeer. Yeah. So that's exactly what I thought about too. It gave me Rocketeer vibes. And and then the fact that you know Batman jumps on him and they're just like going all through. And like Joker is getting so upset with Batman of like, what are you doing? Like, stop what you're doing. And then there's 20 miles of tunnels <laughs> under this place, and they're all rigged with high yeah. explosives. So he gives that little exposition of like, okay, this whole place is gonna end up blowing up. But then yeah, and then when they get on that whole thing, and I just love that, you know, when he goes like, Hey, you know, let go, you know, if at least you know, if one of us is gonna die, or he says something like that, where it's like, you know, let's go, we both die. Yeah, exactly. And he goes, and, whatever, and Batman, whatever, it, whatever takes. it takes, and he just, and he just I love how he down. just goes. Uh, and he just pulls them and then they just go like right through the globe thing and then they come crashing through that oh man just such a uh, such a good batman and joker showdown uh, must, i'm stuck without a punchline exactly that's what yeah <laughs> and then of course who shows up well, here comes andrea uh-oh uh i've already surrendered tell her back i love he's like <laughs> Killer bats. <laughs> exactly. It's like he's done. Joker's done. He's like, I tried. I already got paid. Um, what do you guys want to do? And then, and then all of a sudden, of course, everything starts blowing up. And we all know that the explosions in Batman the animated series are great, and they're even better when it comes to on this a movie, movie budget. <laughs> yes, a movie budget has better sound, better. You know, just looks good. And then I just love how. Joker just starts laughing maniacally. Oh, like, laughing his ass, ass off. off. Because he's just like, he probably goes, I'm going to die. Fuck it. I'm going to die laughing. Of course. Uh, and of course, course choir. <laughs> oh, it's so, good. Ah, so good. It's just so good. The way that it all sounds and everything like that. And then, of course, 
she does her little misty like disappear thing and blah 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 and it's just like and which by the way which is what i love about the the part of the annual i have read is that it does explain what happened there okay explain to us what happened because i'm trying to remember because i think i have uh, that issue she, uh, she, she she you know the sewer that batman yeah, ends up batman in? Escapes in yeah, yeah she she just basically went down yeah. okay and and joker uh, they they got like it was like one of the they fell down and they got separated. Ah, uh, okay. See, there you go. That's why Joker lives. Joker always gets away. But yeah, it's uh, and I love the shot, like you know, when Batman, you know, gets washes out to sea or whatever the hell it is, and then he oh, just the, like the, rises up. The dock, you know, the, the, dock, the pier, yeah. the harbor. I just like whatever. how he, like when he rises up and you oh, know, and then the explosions oh, are going off. Such a good shot. All the colors. All no, the colors. It's so good. It's so good. And then, you know, back to the Batcave. And this is where we get that good Alfred talk. You the know, pep talk. The, the pep Alfred talk. She fell in every day. You walk into that abyss. And you, you, you I forgot what it was. The, this is the one part I can't remember the exact line, but it's such a yeah. great line. You walk the edge of that abyss every night. Yes. Yeah. But she fell into that abyss years ago yes basically just saying like no what you're doing is good don't fall into the abyss of killing people again going by the code and stuff like that which i know people get but again you know when it came to like bvs and stuff like that, that whole it, point was it was wrong yeah that the fact that it's like dude what are you doing you're not doing your code anymore i mean that's anyways i mean that's just it's so good and you know obviously bruce is just like He's so freaking devastated and all the stuff. He's worn out. He's, you know, bruised up, you know, scratched up and everything. And then he's got that little sparkle, a little sparkle in the Batcave. Oh, oh and, the, and the score and the score yes. is so hopeful. And he grabs it. And apparently Andrea was yeah. in the Batcave and left and, and left the locket oh, with yeah, their picture. Mm. Oh, man. Yeah. God, it hits you right in the feels. That hits you right in the feels. And then, of course, um, and then, of course, it just cuts to like, oh, you know, a boat out there. And then, yeah, there's like a dude that walks out after, I don't know, it almost looks like a New Year's, New Year's party. Eve party. Yeah. 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 Kind of feels like that. And then he's just like, oh, hey, there's a lady out here. And then, you know, and then he realizes, like, oh, wait, this, this woman looks sad as shit. Well, well she's wearing a veil. Yeah. Yeah. She's wearing a veil and she's oh, like, and the line, like, do you want to be alone? Oh, I am. Oh, oh, so good. And then, and then of course we get the, the wrap up shot, you know, ah, I, I think I have to, we have to play the wrap up shot though, because as long, so as, long as you don't get copyrighted, let's do I think it. We'll be okay. I think we'll be all right. It's whatever. But, but <laughs> just because it's just, it's just, I don't know. It's just pretty cool. Because it, like, you know, it shows It's like, him, this is the way you end a Batman movie. It's a way, you know? it's, a, it's a great way to end it right here. And, you know, uh, it's just good because he's sad. Then it's like, dude, you have a, you know, I got a job to do. Look at how sad he looks right there. Uh, but then it's just. Or. Dumb. And it gets faster. Yeah. And then hear, hear that grapple. Oh, yeah. That cake. Pew. Pew. Yeah. So good. Oh. 
And then the and then the the song for the credits. Wow, talk about a sexy saxophone! <laughs> oh my god! And do you know who's singing that? No, you don't know. I don't know. I didn't. I haven't. I haven't listened to it. Okay. Who is it? The song is called "I Never Even Told You." Mm-hmm. It is sung by Tia Carrere. Oh wow! Jesus Christ! Wow, that's I'll have to listen to it because it was funny because it was like when I was, you know, done and I was like writing my last note and then it started playing and I was like, Jesus Christ, they have like this 90s saxophone action happening with this song. And I even wrote that. I was like, saxophone ending song. <laughs> it's like, uh, but I didn't hear any of the words. Wow, I didn't know. I'll have to listen to that when we're done. Oh, yeah. It is so 90s. It is yeah. so Pure 90s. 90s. Oh, you think oh, they no. would just. End it with like Shirley Walker stuff. No, they decided now nah, let's 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 end it with this. Tia Carrere. Wow. Tia Carrere. Yeah. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's a nice. I was like, I bet you Dave doesn't know this. Did, I this did not. Bit. I did not know that at all. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Mm. It's always an interesting choice. Um, you know, I did finally get to see this in theaters back in 2018 when they did the 25th anniversary huh. um uh Excuse me. Uh, what's the Fathom event? They yeah. did the 25th Fathom, Fathom yeah. event. And I went with uh, D- my the other Dave. I know a lot of Tims and I know a couple of Daves. But of uh, Dave, D- yeah, but, but Dave and his uh, Dave from DC on screen and his wife uh, that we live in, we all live in the Birmingham area. So he came and picked me up and we went and saw it together. And we ended up re- recording a review for DC on screen in his car. You know, <laughs> wow. Nice. So, because yeah. I've talked about this on DC on screen, this was also when the Blu-ray came out. This was my first appearance on Lisa's "I Love That Movie" podcast, which I was just mm-hmm. on recently talking about Zack Snyder's Justice League. My yeah. very first appearance was talking about Mask of the Phantasm. Yeah, so, awesome. yeah, I've talked about this movie a lot. a lot. Yes, it's well, it's just it's just so. Again, I mean, the flashbacks, the present day. It's just balanced so very well. And again, hour and 16 minutes. And we got to, you know, subtract some of that for opening and closing credits. So maybe like an hour and 11, 12, whatever the hell. I mean, it's a short movie, but it's just like they just knew the it's story. Tight. It's, it's so sweet. tight and it's so, mm, you know, we have like little gripes, but but not to story. Story. No, it's never story. story it's just nothing. The, they didn't use the best animation possible because um, episodes were animated better. Yeah. And what the fuck's up with that fog? That's just, you know, like, <laughs> how does how does Andrea magically appear and disappear? I mean, mm-hmm. that's all. That's all we want to know. But other than that, man, Mass of the Phantasm is just it's just up there, man. When I mean, like you said, it's your favorite all-time Batman movie, even like with the Nolans and the BBSs and everything. Yeah, if you're talking about solo Batman, I'm not even sure I can say even solo. Like, I think if if you say favorite Batman movie, Mask of the Phantasm. Yeah, I, I mean, it, it doesn't. I mean, there's not a. I don't know if it's mine. I still like Dark Knight. Still, just mm, you know, it's up there and like you know. But when it comes to if it's top five, yeah. For sure, this would be in there if we're including uh, this. Yeah, it's up there because, again, there's just so many feels that it goes through. And it is so funny. The first time I watched this, we rented it from a from a from a video store, Mm. and I remember we got to the end, and I looked at my dad, and I was like, 
I loved that. And my dad was like, but it was so sad. And my reaction to me, I was like 11, 12. I went, I know, right? And I was that's like, that's what it's supposed to be. That's what it's supposed to be. And that I remember my dad looking at me like, okay. <laughs> and I'm just, and, and like, uh, it's all you needed to understand about my preference for tone in a movie was that my 11, 12 year old self looked at this movie and went, that. Give me more of that in a movie. <laughs> God, so good, so good. But yeah, there you go, guys. There's Mask of the Phantasm right there. Discussion. You know, a little over two hours, of course. That's why we did it on a Saturday. My God. But uh man, yeah. How was the chat? I mean, we we got we got the chat more involved tonight. We did a little chat, you know. I mean, obviously, you know, it's just like I love how Eric said, like smoking, booze, sex, blood, death, and it's PG. Everybody, yes, yeah, I know. Yeah, they pulled that off. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It was sax Sax man from Lost Boys. Oh, (laughs) yes, great callback. I love that. Just stuff like that. Yeah, it's a Batman film. It definitely is. Dang, I didn't know you uh, could get the soundtrack. Well, there you go. Uh, Okay, okay. There's there's stipulations on that. Uh Uh-oh. Yeah. There is a a truncated release that is commercially available. You can download it on iTunes. You can buy the CD. This, however, was a limited edition release from La La Land Records that is the complete score um uh, with uh, extended either unreleased or extended tracks that were not originally available this is out of print mm. um dave knows i went on ebay and i found somebody who was selling this and it was in it was in great it was in great condition but I was not going to have an inferior soundtrack. I wanted to have the complete <laughs> thing. And the problem was, by the time I even discovered that uh, that this existed from La La Land Records in like sometime in the 2000s, it was, it was already sold out and out of print by the time I even knew of its existence. Mm. So, but there it's... You go. Uh, it's a it's a it's a great yeah because it's just full of um expand almost every track on here uh, on this limited edition release has previously unreleased material that makes it the complete score because yeah the soundtrack cd lasts 62 minutes and five seconds so it's almost the entire length of the movie I love that. I love that. I love that. It's like almost the entire, uh, it's good stuff. Uh, all right. So there you go. So I, you know, I guess when it comes to uh Batman, the Phantom and stream, we're going to be creeping right into season two next. Yes. Week. Yes. And um, so I guess that will be, we will be returning back to our Sunday time next our weekend. Sunday time, normal time. We'll start. Uh, ta- yeah. We'll start talking about the season two episode one and we'll do that. And uh, yeah, I, wish I know what it is, by the way. What it is. What is it? What is it? Okay. Once again, remember, we're going in production order. Reminder, as we launch into season two, we are a production order stream. So if we go in production order, the first episode of season two is Sideshow. Sideshow. Oh, okay. So that that's the croc. It's uh, a croc episode. Croc, yes, it uh, is. Yes, croc episode. Yes. I was like, hey, I remember that episode. Yeah. Okay. 
Good episode to start with, you know? It, I mean, it, is, it is actually a really good croc episode. I ooh. really enjoy Sideshow. Wow, there you go. I like it. Uh, okay, so Eric brought up Julia Roberts' Batflex, Andrea. What do you see? What do you think, Scott? Julia Roberts. I don't see, that. I don't see Julia. I don't see that as a Julia Roberts. Yeah, I don't really see yeah. that either. I know it's hard when it comes to like thinking about redheads and everything like that. I mean, I guess she doesn't have to be a redhead. You know, it could be anybody, to be honest. But yeah, um, yeah, I don't know. Maybe we'll think about that and we'll we'll uh, report back to everybody. But we have anything else you want to you know say about Mask of the Phantasm? I think everything he has. We've talked two hours and 15 minutes about Dude. a one hour, 16 minute movie. So let's. <laughs> Dude, that's just how great this fucking movie is, man. And then I just loved, I was just, you know, I found myself going like, I don't write, I didn't write the normal notes that I do because, you know, obviously each episode, I'm like, oh, oh. I didn't write any notes. I'm like, I don't have to. Dude, I wrote just bullet points of just like, okay. There's this scene, there's that scene, and then there's little things. But it was just like, I was just watching going, God damn, this movie. I just love this fucking movie. I just love the beats and everything and how it flows and the story elements. It's just, again, it's just but really. if you ever get the Blu-ray, uh, you know, I, I know yeah. you watch it on HBO Max, but if you get the Blu-ray, you, you got to give this a, I, you really do need to give this a four by three watch. I'm okay. just saying. I definitely got to do that. Definitely got to do that. So. But anyways, guys, all right, well, this has been a lot of fun, you know, for the Saturday nights, nerding out about Batman Mask of the Phantasm. And uh, go ahead, Scott, send us off. Of course, you can find me on Twitter at ScottDC27. You can find my podcast at DC Squadcast, wherever podcasts can be found. Our next episode will be our review of Black Adam coming out Friday or Saturday. Uh, we're, we're even going to try to record on Thursday night when we both get back from the movie. But we'll see how that happens. But it's coming next weekend. Of course, we're on Vero, Facebook, YouTube with the entire network of shows at squadcastmedia.com. And, of course, we're here at our normal bat time on, Saturday, on Sunday at 9 p.m. Central, 7 p.m. Pacific, where next week we'll be talking about the first episode of Season 2, Sideshow like it there it is all right guys smash that like thumbs up and again anybody who wanted to purchase the shirt that scott was wearing i know somebody asked about it first it is down below in the film junkie closet to do so if you want to join become a member do so you can do all that you got the patreon and all the social media down there and yes guys we'll see you uh next week at the normal bat time normal bat channel which is you know always this anyways master the phantasm watch it tonight if you didn't we'll talk to you later Yes. Yes. yes.